And welcome back to WTF and Vonadeel. I'm going to have to start off by apologizing for my friend. He has a penchant for the dramatic with Spicy and... The Fox Danger. And today it's going to be whatever we like. That's right. There's no topic. There's been no topic for weeks for everyone. It's just... <laughs> yeah, as per usual. Well, simping was a topic. I. This is... So this is episode 53. Last night I recorded episode 56. And episode 54 was already done, and tomorrow I'm doing episode 55. So if we lived in a wacky time space before, as I said yesterday night in episode 56, you'll hear in three weeks. Uh, <laughs> Wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Yes, yes. But how are you, Fox? Uh, it's been okay. Just uh, kind of doing whatever in the downtime that I have. Um, I've... Uh, Recently went out and finally got my last Master Hal done. Uh, so Sealed Fate was the last one that I hadn't done before. And um, it's surprisingly easy now. I mean, I guess I guess I can get into some of the particulars on that at some point. But um, needless to say, it's not nearly the boogeyman that I thought it was going to be. And, you know, it really emphasizes like the then and now when it comes to looking at like what kind of gear we've gotten know since then uh but otherwise um it's mostly been just a bunch of odyssey farming and making tea <laughs> I, I don't you know drink man. a lot of tea um, i really do um i'm actually starting to doubt that there's actually caffeine in this tea even though it says so because i just i'm like super retired but yeah i make a lot of tea it's supposed to keep me up but uh it just doesn't seem to I technically have tea tonight. This is one of the first nights I've not had a... Well, I guess there is residual alcohol in this, but it's not a, not a drink for the first time. Residual? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's residual. Uh, let's see. I went out and did some good deeds. Um, I uh, helped a dude kill um, the Tier 3 behemoth in Zata, trying to get him his first pulse weapon. Uh, I do that for people randomly if they ask me. And... Um, I killed 40 of these behemoths and I did one stack of these Plutons. So, so the first 20 behemoths is Dragoon. And then I did like the second 20 behemoths is Ninja. And I actually killed it faster as Ninja using hybrid weapon skills. So again, our gear has gotten to a weird point because I used to farm when, back when I made all of the pulse weapons for myself, um, I farmed like all of it on Dragoon. And now I think I would just go farm it on Ninja because it's just, a heavier DPS in my case specifically. So I, I couldn't really tell you a whole lot of what's going on with that one. But um, again, it's just kind of like a sign of the times and where we're at. But other than that sort of stuff, um, he did not get the pulse drop. Unfortunately, he went zero for 40. So that was like several hours of time in the toilet. But, it's like the Jets you know. record. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, we tried, you know, and I mean, you're, it's not like you're going to get it just sitting on your ass. So it, it's cool that the dude at least wanted to get out and try. So asking for help is always better than just not doing anything at all. Just don't ever expect handouts, you know? Wow. Um, how about yourself, man? What have you been up to? I, you know, I appreciate, Fox, how you went and made a, a mundane activity of killing something that's simple for someone to help them into a fox-like activity. Okay, I did 20 <laughs> on Dragoon, and I did 20 on Ninja. Which one was more optimal for the situation in which I was approaching, which did not matter whatsoever, <laughs> but right. you did it. Well, well I'm actually more proud that I taught him how to do it, and then he started killing the behemoth on his own. So that was um, that was that was a lot better afterwards. Yeah, of course, he kind of struggled at it, but he like kept at it, and that's what I like to see in this game. Like that's actually why I help these groups of people that I help. Is every once in a while I will see one person who will take what I've shown them and not just like 
absorbed the free handout or whatever, but actually I learned from the experience and wanted to do something himself, which I, I thought was really cool. It's good to see that your perseverance of being rewarded by seeing people persevere has been rewarded from your perseverance. I can reach exactly one person for six months. Wow. That's like a going back, rate. It's like a back to the future speed. Gross. 88 miles per hour. So, so yeah, I no. have four days uh, until my flight. So last four days on Earth, if I had a dick, I'd go get laid. <laughs> what, what, you do not do well with flights or something? No, no, I, I'm good with flights. It's I did not say Google. Hey, Google, stop. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, Carrot is not great. She's she's not like she's not afraid of flying, but she's just not good because like it, it's overnight because it's a long flight, of course. So uh, leave in the evening and get there in the afternoon the next day. So mm. yeah, so like you need to sleep during that red eye, and you'd want to take a red eye, in my opinion, is why I booked a red eye because you know it's if you leave in the you know at eight thirty and you get there at like one or something. Then yeah, that's uh, that's it's kind of like you know you're in the middle of the next day, so you have to. And it's it's generally a more reasonable cost for a flight anyway, right? And on I'm a flight that so. long, I I you know where all you can do is just look out onto the water at some point. Like I imagine that I would just want to sleep through a lot of that too. So yeah, I think it's the right decision on a flight. And let long. me tell you, the flights are there's no better price for a flight right now. They're absolutely fucking ridiculous. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I was not happy with the flight prices, and I was not. Did happy. you did you VPN connect to another country before trying to buy them? <laughs> Why would that work? Because they actually charge us more. Yes, but I have to buy them here. I can't say. Well, right, right, right. But but if you if you VPN connect to another country, you can still buy them here. It's just you're you're show you're you're showing that your internet is coming from somewhere else. I know. I, I did not sense. think of trying to buy them. I, you know, you would have to have some sort of payment of a foreign country, would you not? I mean, because they'd be... No, no not at all. Hmm. Do you not use VPNs very often? Not for that. Yeah, you can do all sorts of cool things with them. I, I know of Netflix. I mean, we're not, we're not sponsored by anyone, by the way, because that's, that's usually how, like, most of the sponsored content people see on, like, YouTube or something. This has been a sponsor like, from NordVPN. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, that, that sort of thing is actually supposed to work um, where because it's not showing that it's originating from a U.S. Uh, address or whatever, uh, they're not going to like mark it up for us. Anyway, I mean, for those listening, you know, figure out how valid that is for yourself. But that's just the sort of stuff I've heard. I don't actually take many flights very often, so I don't really know. But... Yeah, uh, I enjoy you know, this is kind of just I've wanted to go do this since pre-COVID and uh, who knew COVID would last, I mean, for years when it first happened, I'm like, yeah, next year maybe it'll calm down and I go. Who knew it'd be, you know, uh, start of the year constant. I'm like, oh, this will be fine. Everything's, you know, the vaccine's here. I'll just, I'll just, the numbers are running down. Everything will be good. And it's like, if you look at the COVID charts, it's just like that super peak and then a super valley and then a peak and then peak. And it's like, it's just never, never ending. So yeah, I mean, you don't want to just like wait forever, but I can understand wanting to at least try to make it so that it's during an enjoyable time, you know? You know, it's putting my, my life on hold because um, I want to do things in my near future and I need to go over there not only to have a good time, but to be like, uh, hey, honey, how do you feel about this? Because this is what I want to do. And, you know, I can't just like drag her over there and, and be like, yeah, you agreed, but let's just go do it. You know, I have to... 
But you have to you have to experience things. You don't just throw someone into a situation they could be unhappy with. So that's that's me covering bases of yeah. major life changes. It's true. I mean, you never know um, before going over there. You know how much anyone will like anything. So it's always good to test the waters. Yeah, and uh, I have a good time. I'm I have now gotten. I always only go with just a backpack carry on and i never check anything and i only bring clothes and like I, I don't take things and i don't bring things back generally for the most part besides small things uh so this time i actually brought something like i went and had to go purchase luggage because <laughs> like why the fuck would you need luggage um so well you're gonna be gone for like a month too man i couldn't yeah. imagine living on a backpack for a month oh no i've done multiple months before by myself with just my backpack you know you, you figure it out you know, I I I I live like a uh, a bum. I guess I don't know. I'm I'm comfortable with that. So you know, uh, this time I went and got a little suitcase, and I, I went and did all this ridiculous stuff. I'm I'm talking about just anything off the wall because I have a couple of German friends I'm going to go see halfway through this or towards the latter first third of this if we have to be. It's not exactly half. Uh, who I'm like. Because I know they don't have things there. I'm like, I want to bring them stuff that they don't have just to be like, you know, I met these guys six years ago in Bratislava for like a couple of days and we've talked ever since and I haven't seen them since. So it's like, it's a big deal to me to go be like, hey guys. And uh, so I bring in random things like chocolate peanut M&Ms, like not peanut, but peanut butter ones. Because I'm like, you know, they came up on our subreddit of gifts to get German people. And I'm like, I didn't think of that, but fuck, let's do it. And just asking random. What, what, can, can normal people not get that shit through customs or something? Like no, they just don't sell it. They just they just don't sell chocolate peanut butter filled M and M's over there. Oh. They might have like normal M and M's or something, but they don't have like pretzel ones or peanut butter ones. And I'm like, ah, fine, whatever. And just I ask random questions like, do you guys have peanut butter in the same way we do? Just stuff I wouldn't think of. Of what it. The fuck? Asking and, and they go and send me a picture of of peanut butter in their hands, and it says. And it has the American flag on it. it. says American peanut butter. And I'm like, I don't think that's real peanut butter, guys. So I'm going to bring over just peanuts, you know, in a, in a jar for your for your deliciousness. And it was creamy. I'm like, I'm bringing crunchy because you guys are going to upgrade your life. Well, like they don't like they don't have crunchy or something. Or? I, I don't know what they have. I don't know the quality of their peanut butter, but I'm just going to bring some peanut butter anyway. Why not? Why not do that? And right, you, man. and just random, random beers that are American. I'm going to bring, of course a Miller light to torture them. And they may have had it, but I'm going to put it in front of them and say, this is what your ancestors have left us. And this is what you have done to us. You're going to have to pay for this. And then I'll give them nice beers, uh, you know, in my, cheeky you know, fashion. I've never thought about how that would actually survive under like, like cabin pressure because, or luggage pressure, because, um, you know, I, I would watch that because usually like my shampoos explode and shit when I'm on a plane. That's so. the, I mean, the plane should be pressurized in the luggage hold to prevent that from happening, as far as I'm aware of. All right. I mean, sometimes I just always found it was kind of strange that like my uh, my shampoo and my toothpaste would like always explode. Not actually, no, not the toothpaste. I'm thinking something else. Hmm. But yeah, like I would always have like sealed stuff, and it would just be a fucking mess afterwards. Well, we're gonna hope for the best because I'm bringing uh, some. Local pale ale. Smell like good. beer for the whole trip. And I'm bringing Old Man Rasputin because nothing says here's a gift from America like a California Russian Imperial uh, stout with Rasputin's face on it from uh, North Coast Brewing or whatever. I'm like, that's good. We'll bring that. Sounds awfully American. 
Yes, uh, it needs to be. It, needs to, it, it suits my humor. So that'll be good. And just random stuff like sriracha or any, any random thing I can think of. Oh, they don't really have apparently grade A maple Sriracha's syrup. Weird. Yeah, well, I figured why not. They don't have grade A maple syrup in Germany, apparently. It's hard to find anything that's grade A when it's like much more expensive than here, apparently. Because there's like so those random are, are you giving them a, like a taste of the Orient as well as a taste of Canada? I'm bringing, yeah, I'm bringing a, a jug of maple syrup, the good stuff. All right, dude. Right in the carry-on luggage. I can't do syrup. I think syrup is like the grossest thing ever. And I eat a lot of weird stuff. But like, yeah, syrup for whatever reason, I just cannot eat at all. I I don't typically use it, but they said they've never had French toast. So they're going to get they're going to get the bacon with the maple syrup on the French toast kind of deal. If I have a way of cooking for them one of the days. I only see it sounds like like a really cool uh, intercultural exchange right there, actually. Yes. I, I like the whole like sharing of food thing. I think that's pretty cool. Yes. All right, man. Uh, so sorry, we we just had a sponsorship come in just now, guys. Uh, we'll have to get back to that more later. Uh, it popped up in front of me is why I paused. But otherwise, in game, <laughs> what was it, Surfshark? <laughs> Nord VPN. No, in in game, um, in game, I have been doing almost nothing. I got on today for the first time and and burned out like four omens in a row really quick for an hour. Not even an hour. It took like fifty-ish minutes, about an hour. So an hour. And uh, just I have lots of detritus of which I cannot use because I need 8,400 more by Tetsu's and the market is shit for that. And I'm trying to buy them without making them a million dollars. Yeah, it is, dude. I, I, I tried so hard to push the cost of the Tetsu down, but it wasn't even the RMTs, man. Just fucking idiots like roll through and ruin that. So, yeah, I, I give up. Like, I'm glad I got my recent project in because of, uh, of uh, Abject. But I don't envy you or even future me when I get done with Karn future you yeah because you're working on car now right yeah yeah because i just take one project and immediately move to the next one like an idiot but but it's whatever but otherwise in my life so got all the oh i I said this for episode 59 last night but not for you so i'll say it so i was trying to buy train tickets it was a complete mess because you know you got to call the bank up because the train company deutsche Bahn manually requests the merchant requesting the bank to do a manual verification of this transaction so you do that they override it for 24 hours after waiting to talk to someone in florida and then and then uh you know as soon as you make the purchase your card's now shut down for fraud and you know it's just oh no yeah and then and then just it was a it was a mess so i got all those books finally so and then i had to get i was ordering airbnbs because it's like a pizza i guess you just order it and just you know you, you they have 24 hours to respond so you get it and I don't get a response 24 hours. Okay, let's go find a different one. And they've been snatched up and things like that. And then I had, it took three times in the last place in Frankfurt to get one. The first person didn't respond. Second person didn't respond. So it's been two and a half days trying to get a place. And then the third person auto accepted. So I'm like, well, let's hope that works. Maybe no one lives in Frankfurt anymore. Maybe. But I'm going to have a good time. And Carrot's uh, not happy that I'm doing a podcasting marathon of three days in a row. So. She should better appreciate uh, our time away from everything. No game, no nothing, no podcast, just us. And if she's not happy, she's going to she's gonna stay there. I'm going to fly home alone. Oh, okay. At least you got a plan, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll just leave her there. <laughs> Call someone to pick you up, trash. <laughs> wow. Sure they'll get her a baggage claim? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all that. And then just she, you know, it, it's 
I'm just a laissez-faire kind of person, as I said last night about this. And it comes to that for me, but she's not. So uh, she just, like, I'm like, okay, we're good to go. I'll get uh, a SIM card somewhere in town after we find our way out of the airport. And, you know, I'll just, I'll find it. Doesn't matter. It'll, it'll get done. Uh, I don't need to have my phone working ahead of time. I'm not going to pay for a foreign plan on a, a phone. I had to get a different phone, too, because my Verizon phone will not work over there. So I had to change to AGSM from ACDMA. And, you know, that's, that's always a joy. Uh, so, and then she's like, no, it has to work. And oh, what am I going to do? You know, like we're last minute, she's like, what about ATM fee transactions? I'm like, yeah, I wasn't worried about that because it just wasn't a thing. She's like, until now, and she runs around last minute. She's like, I just signed up for this account. So we don't have to pay the transactions. And she's like, oh, but the card's not going to come in time. I, let me call and see if they can expedite. I'm like, just stop worrying. Just stop it. It's just every little thing. She's like, do we need anything? So I'm like, just, it's okay. We don't need anything else. And I appreciate how how organized that she's being about this, but it's like she's been over to Europe. I've taken her to Europe before. She's been to Germany before. She's been to Iceland. She's been to to the Netherlands. She's been to Ireland. She's been France. She's been places. Okay, she should not be. This is her second time going, but it's her second time with me, so she shouldn't be worried. Or that's every reason she should be worried. Wow. Like, yes, well, depends. yes, depending on how you look at it. I'm sure it'll be fine. But finally today, my, you know, I said it's tea with kind of residual alcohol, but it's kombucha. Uh, so it's not something I typically have, but I have this. It is uh, Synergy Kombucha, and it is Pink Lady Apple. So that's, I'm having Pink Lady Apple. Oh, boy. I've never had it. Uh, not I, just that particular type, but just kombucha ever. Carrot hates it. Oh, why? I don't know. She said it fucking sucks. She tasted it, and she said it, it's... I'm not going to say ass, but she's like, it's it's dirty feet or something. And her clever, colorful way of describing things is random things. Like she said, it's dirty feet. Like she's been making up random German names for things. So, you know, rather me who tries to learn the language and wants to know it, not for the sake of visiting, but for the sake of actually knowing and using and, and liking the language. Uh, I, you know, I, I put an effort into it and she does not. So she just points at stuff and goes like, that's like a Schufelhofer. And I'm like, what, what, a what? And she's like what? a Schlusselhofer. And I'm like, a key? You're talking, what are you talking about? And she just makes up random words into a combination. A gobblestroofer. And I'm like, okay, yeah, wow. that, that's a gobblestroofer. So it's cute, but it's not going to help her. And I guarantee <laughs> you we're going to run into a situation because we're going to places that are more, like, if you go to, like, Berlin, it's fine. If you go to large cities, it's fine. You'll run into things, but it's fine. But when you go to smaller places, uh, like wine country, to bring back wine with you, of course, you're going to run into, you know, not English. So being able to say something is, is kind of important. Anything. Anything? Not uh, just like their equivalent of tongues? She just knows sarcastic stuff that she can say to me, like, er trinkt, he drinks. And I'm like, thank you, honey. Thank you. That's going to help a lot. Wow. It's got to give him the right impression. Don't worry, I'll just right. I'll just start uh, adding Eric's on on Discord. I'm like, Eric's help, translate for me. But no, I've I've been in situations. I've been in a taxi cab at two in the morning before a flight in China, very drunk, and the guy spoke no English at all, and apparently could not read Chinese when I handed him the directions I needed to go to, and then brought me someplace and demanded money. <laughs> So it, it's not, and then called someone else. They're like, he demanded money from him taking me to the wrong place. And then 
he drove next to someone else who could who could somewhat speak English to take me instead, who I also had to pay. And I'm 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 like, whatever, fuck it, I'm leaving. Just just get me there. I'm not gonna do it. Just take it. I don't fucking care. You know. So and it's it's not like I haven't been in situations before. I there was a time where a a, a ruffle a, a kerfuffle of sorts started at a bar in Croatia that I was at, and uh, you know, so st- stuff happens. You don't worry about it. Yeah, all right, man. As Carrot opens the door slowly to look at me with that gaze. Uh, but other, other words, uh, we have no email from Abject. Do we have any updates on Abject's status here? Is he moved to New York? Is he settled in? Has he done anything? Or is he still broken ankles, broken feet, and all back in wherever he lived, BFE? I, I think he's just more or less okay. Like, I, I think he was, like, sick recently, but I don't think it was COVID. And... Um, like he's been to all the events and he seemed fine during them. Um, as far as like moving to, to New York, which is something he was doing, um, I he definitely isn't moving there yet. But everything's lined up for him too. So okay, I assumed good. it was like in the next couple months. Oh man, that means I get to see Abject sometime. Because unless he, you know, holds a grudge for me not playing with him anymore. So unless that's the case, then I, you know, if he's going to see Felgar, there's no way he won't pick to see <laughs> me too. Because I mean, if you're if you're willing to see Felgar, then your your options are wide open in terms of standards. But- but what if he doesn't? Like, how would that make you feel? Um, to be below Felgar? I mean, that's 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 a tough one, man. That's 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 rough. Oh, jeez. If anyone's ever listened to our "What the fuck is gaming" on YouTube, uh, you know, to be below Felgar, he's a great guy and all, but I, you know, I need some level of self-esteem. It just clicked with me what the "What the fuck is gaming" is. Yes, that was our static group fighting things. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and he always hated the recording. He hated it. I forgot that we had like an official title for the recording itself. I was like, what episode is that? <laughs> nope. That's a that's a playlist inside of our YouTube. Yeah, there you go. I really enjoyed doing those, but you know, it's as much as I miss doing Odyssey with you guys, and as much as I do miss you, Fox, because I frankly for weeks now, the only time I've seen you or really talked to you is is with this, and I'm like, I hope Fox doesn't drift away. Oh no, no, I do I do that with everybody. It's not anything in particular. I, I'm the same um, way, but I mean, yeah, I'm I'm the, I'm the sort of person where if like somebody contacts me and like we were cool then, like we're still just as cool basically. So, but like I find myself like removable, like detachable when it comes to like people's lives and stuff. So like I just kind of like pop in when it's whenever it's useful. That's just kind of how I've always operated. So like I, I'm just like distant with everybody. I guess it's part of the whole antisocial thing. Like yeah. honestly, even with my own static, I don't. Uh, I don't really go out and like talk to anybody usually. Um, yeah, it's just it's just kind of how I do things. Like um, the I, static goes, the static stuff. We get on a call for like two hours, and then then we're done. Don't talk to any of them. I I'm kind of that way as well. It's like it's not that I don't like you, but if you're not in front of me, I get so many things that I uh, focus on at the time, and whether it's now having to be a presence in the Reddit or. Uh, you know, all these other different things that I'm doing at one moment or thinking about, you know, if you're not in my, my, you know, at least in my peripheral vision in some sort, then you're not, you're not going to be on the table, so to speak. You know, it's not that I don't like you. It's just that I have things I'm focused on. If you're not in my focus, then you don't exist. That's actually, that's actually very true. Um, I, when I went back and I actually watched that episode uh, with a Nero, <laughs> or I listened to the episode with the Nero. Like I, I was gone for like fifty minutes. 
Yeah, yeah. When when my when my computer hard drive, uh, my my hard drive got corrupted and crashed. For those who still don't know, for whatever reason, um, I, I the the conversation you guys had was like so lukewarm anyway. Like I don't even know why anyone would consider what was going on offensive. So no, that I, sort of conversation is not anything that would have driven me away. Okay, okay. Did you like the edit in there that I had to do? Uh. No, I, I put in the the editing mid thing of like this is a post podcast recording that Fox's computer crashed and he is not with us for the rest of the episode. Is that on the YouTube one? Because I don't. That should be on both. Oh, maybe I missed it. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I guess yeah, I'll I was have like, to repeat myself again. Listen to your conversation. Like I was trying to pinpoint the like the exact spot where I dropped off, but it was like forty seven well, minutes before you guys realized. In in real life, I will be more aggressive in that setting but when i'm on a virtual thing with someone and don't want to potentially blow up the show and this is the first time i've had a conversation in depth with a person who i'm still unfamiliar with and don't know all of their uh you know idiosyncrasies then i don't want to go balls deep and start challenging someone on something like well, if everyone's so bad, why do they start the project over again after fucking everyone over and selling the project off? If it's so bad, why would you do it again? If, you know, if you didn't want to work on it because of all the bad shit, why would you work on it for years after that until everyone pisses you off enough that you rage quit the new one? If you weren't trying to sell everyone out, why would you do it and start something else to make money off of in the same way after fucking it? You know, I'm not going to push that because I, you know, it's he's our guest and there needs to be well, a certain level of, you know, it, it's a simple disagreement. I, I guess... But I, I guess what I'm getting at is that it, when I listened to it, it didn't sound like anyone had like gone off the rails because like well, the way it was described, it was elevated in terms to me of is you guys thought it, you guys thought I left. I, I guess because you got you guys it made it sound like that like uh, you know you never thought I left because you guys got in a hostile situation conversation or something. So I was like, oh yeah, I should probably figure out what that was all about. You know, listen to it and try to like parse it for my own. And like I'm listening to it and like everyone was fine. Like you guys used regular language. Yeah. So of course there's some swearing and stuff because we're adults, you know, and heated adults do that. But like, there was never like any lost professionalism from either of you. Like it was still an adult conversation that was occurring. Well, in, so in I, my I mind, like, it's, it's, it's not like it was like the real housewives. In my mind, it was reaching the point where I was perceiving that there could be fight or flight moments between either of us. And I, I didn't, I was worried about it crossing that threshold by, I, you know, he's a very passionate guy and I think he's awesome. But I, you know, I didn't know because after that, I'd gone to his his stream and talked to him. It was just a political stream. And uh, I said things that are not popular and were both uh, leftists, but were different leftists. And I said things that were not popular about how I wouldn't vote for someone again. Uh, even if everything, <laughs> even knowing everything now, I still would not vote for a certain crusty lady. And it started this thing that was like, he went to like a 10 and it was just like, okay. And it was kind of like that, but even more. And then I talked to him like, you know, I'm like, I'm sorry if I gave you the wrong impression or whatever. And I apologize. I'm like, I don't want to, you know, like piss you off to the point of you going off the rails there or anything. I was just saying, but then he explained that he, you know, he gets up in the morning, he yells at his toothbrush and he fights with it while he brushes his mouth with it. And it's this <laughs> kind of person he is. And I'm like, okay, I can respect that. But not knowing that right. I got nervous and i'm like i'm gonna back down here let's not as much and it's terrible because i've always gone about that and it's always been my thing i'm like i'm adamant about how i feel about what happened and you're not gonna tell me otherwise because 
You can tell me otherwise, but you're going to have to admit that that's a shitty thing and a shitty person did a shitty thing. And then I'll be okay. You can have your opinion, but you're going to have to, we're going to get to that point. And I didn't want to get to that point. So there's a point where you have to also realize that the, the, like, the argument you're engaging in because of like the entrenched nature of the people involved, like you guys can argue at each other all day, but there's like no chance ever that you'll be able to change each other's minds because Correct. you're, you're already in a combative mode, you know? And I've over so I mean I, I don't really understand mode. arguing at that point. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't ever. It, it always confuses me when people get to that point and they still feel that they need to like batter their head against this argument. It's like, well, there's nothing productive that will ever come from this argument. And so that's you know why bother at this point. Like we get what your stance is. It's cool. We get what your stance is. It's also cool. Yeah, like, but but I guess people get like really weird about these sort of things, and I guess it's because they're like so entrenched in their beliefs. I guess, and that's usually where people are the most defensive. I suppose. So I, I don't know. I wouldn't consider it's just, myself it's just interesting. I wouldn't consider myself entrenched in my overall beliefs. I find myself very uh, mutable to persuasion. So, you know, I'm always willing to hear things out. And I, even when I know or expect something, or I feel something's going to be the case and I know it's not going to pan out, I'll still generally put out uh, the good faith there of like, okay. I, I like if you anticipate someone's gonna do something that you're not going to be with, you can at least set up a framework of like, okay, explain to me why you think that and justify that and instead of just starting right at the bat of fighting so you know i, I tend yeah. i tend to like uh, set it up to be like i'll start explaining things i know are not an easy part of the argument for them to justify i'll just focus on those things go okay explain this to me or or clarify your 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 views to me before we get into this you know that that way i like instead of fighting right away i try to you know yeah get it to a point where it could be something other than just me wasting energy for thrills I guess I just I, I just kind of wanted to talk about that to kind of preface that, that people seem to build things up more than they actually are. And that when you look at it from like the outside or like from a different angle, again, it's not really as bad as you maybe made it out to be in the moment. And that, that's kind of a common thing. And just yeah. being the person, the third party person who has who was actually not involved in that conversation whatsoever. Like, I didn't even know it existed until you know a couple of days ago. <laughs> Uh, like I looked at it and I was like, what are these people talking about? Like, I would have never left over this. Like, and just because that assumption was made that, Hey, maybe he left because there was some sort of problem. Um, just, just tells me that they thought that there was some sort of like issue with the way the conversation was happening. And, and I, I can, I really appreciate when people have conversations like you guys did where everyone still remains an adult, but you still get like your, your full emotions and, and that, that emotional backing while, still maintaining a dialogue you know and that's very super very super healthy and that's very healthy to do in my opinion because you don't want to feel like in an argument of passions that you can't express those passions because it's not going to you know the other side will not be able to handle that while they're expressing themselves passionately yeah. you know that's that's always it's not healthy to be at that point so in in, in my defense there or in my perspective when you were gone. I didn't realize you were gone when you were gone. I only yeah. realized midway through an indeterminate amount of time fighting over something that I suddenly Ooh, realized, Fox wait, Fox is gone. And he hasn't said anything. It's like, and then I check, like, Fox is gone. And then I, I'm thinking, okay, we've been in the middle of this. Did he suddenly go very recently, like a second ago to that? And, I, and like, I don't know what has happened or transpired at that point. I you know I don't expect you to I don't think you're like full of surprises but it's like okay maybe it he had right enough in the feels yeah you know, maybe he had enough I don't know maybe he was building up in him and he got to a point I don't know 
So yeah, no. that's, that's and and like I would have probably like if, if something were to get to me, I would probably say something and like join the conversation first. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I appreciate 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 about about you. If I cannot mix words up, I, that just makes sense from an adult perspective. Appreciate when you appreciate, appreciate the masturbation huh? between two mutual parties. A masturbation between two mutual parties. Appreciate. I think I saw that one once. Yeah, appreciate. Bear man. So. In other words, we have segments. Let's see. Sure. The segment we haven't done yet, but could be a recurring segment. Who knows? The saddest thread of the week. And this one yeah. comes from r slash FFXI, because of course it does. And it is simply titled Xbox 360. And you know what's great is... Oh, that one. Yeah, <laughs> saddest thread of the week. What's great is... That three days in a row, there still manages to be a worse thread yesterday, a worse thread or saddest thread today, and I wouldn't be surprised if there could be one tomorrow. Instead of a week, it's like uh, three weeks in three days, you know, it's, it's, it's quite the marathon. But Xbox 360, I miss this game so much. Can't get it to load ever since my original 360 died so many years ago. No luck reinstalling it. Are you all on PC? I'm assuming Xbox support is gone. Two days ago. Yep, two days ago. So what has transpired here to my to Fox and I's best ability to comprehend is that someone is trying to someone got a new Xbox three sixty in the year twenty twenty one. Almost almost twenty twenty two. And then got the game. And then reinstalled everything and is not having luck getting on the game because uh, what happened? So in typical Reddit fashion here, the first response to help, keep in mind that the OP there was two sentences that I just read. The first response here is, I'm not a controller player, but I know there is a way to set up controller on PC. Way to go, Reddit. I don't think there's a way that our recording software can capture the deepest side that I have for that. No one mentioned controller in any capacity. No. And don't worry, someone followed up to say you can literally plug the Xbox USB controller in and set it up and it'll work. And it, oh, I'm, another I'm glad person there missing. was some, some tech support for yeah, that. Yes, yes, I'm glad there is. You know, even... Uh, are even X in support software translators for PS and Switch Pro controllers out there, which this is good, you know. But and then, you know, Bungie and Lynn Fart, Lynn Shart came in to say that it ended in like March, April 2016. So welcome back. It has been over five years since they stopped that. It's good that you got the memo. Yeah, it's just funny that the, the I think the first post that that blue blanket post or whatever is the uh, is the winner there. <laughs> yes. it's, it's not even the OP like I can understand someone like coming yes. back and like not listening to like Final Fantasy News, not knowing it got discontinued and being like, what the hell? It's not installing. Why did I, you know, spend one hundred and forty dollars on this rebuild Xbox? That's why it's the saddest post. Five and a half <laughs> years. He, he got an Xbox, set it all back up. Had probably to go to a pawn shop to find it or eBay. Who knows? And, uh, you know, that's, that's all that for the disappointment of not knowing. I mean, I'm sure he can still play some Halo 2. <laughs> Dude, no, no, this is Xbox 360. He's going to play Halo 3. Oh. The best Halo, of course. Sure, man. Yeah, the, the random controller troubleshooting is ridiculous. Yeah, it, that's, that's a common thing, too. But it, it really summarizes a lot of the problems that I find with, with Reddit. Because, like, not only does, like, the OP not be as informed as i would expect someone to be and that's just really my my own expectations being set amiss like maybe i should lower them a bit but it's also like the responders not knowing what the hell the op is saying and then also not knowing what the hell literacy is because if they read that at all like they would know they're not talking about controllers 
Yeah, the only thing I've ever seen worse than Reddit is uh, the FF11 answers or whatever on Clopedia that was like its own site that some person, I don't know if they still even do it since COVID, was the only person answering poorly to from like random people somehow finding a site that no one knows exists anymore. Wow. Yeah. The, sta- the staunch defender of the help desk. Yes, the last, you know, the last person of a site that somehow was spun off from the original Clopedia or something that's still out there that should not be. May he remain ever vigilant. I think it's a she, but... Sure. Yeah. Um, what is simping? So, <laughs> that was a good episode yesterday. When you guys get to that in three weeks, uh, I hope you guys enjoy that as much as... I should as, ask him for their picture. As much, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a carrot in an Ikea set. Yeah. Uh, she actually went through after that whole thing. We talked about how she has the log still, kind of like I kept the receipts, and she went back wow. into logger, and she went to find our initial conversation, and uh, it was it was stuff. It was it was actually I thought it was gonna be bad because I don't remember what happened all those years ago, especially at that time in that moment. I I was not in a. Uh, rather well if submitted to a court would you receive a restraining order no 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 oh then i I, i'm sure you were fine i was it was along the lines of like um you know if you can uh if you get amusement out of that my deprecating humor we have you know a six 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 friendship will develop and you'll do just fine and just stuff like that and um i didn't ask what she looks like i you know i and i didn't say like women don't play this game instead i played the uh wise man simping game of what's your name then (laughs) the old what's your name you know you you give your name and therefore they should give their name because you you volunteered your name because it's in your name on the game so (laughs) that's how you find out and uh i think what apparently captured her in her mind uh was that i said after, you know, we did a Fenrir, I said, wow, I'm not used to this caliber of white mage, and I tell to her. That's what I said at the time. And uh, apparently she she liked that, and we just kind of took off from there in some way or some fashion. So that was that was good to find after the episode last night. So you'll hear that before the episode comes out. That's right. This is a Spicy's XI dating tip for you. You know, always compliment your white mage. You never know when they're going to be. A... <laughs> I was, you know, as she she said that she appreciated that I had a respect for her uh, in her white maging, which I did. You know, I was I was legitimately impressed because being a person shouting in 2015 New Adeline for people to come play white mage for you, you generally got shit people. So to get someone who in 2015 had a yag rush for a while and, you know, you don't know them and they're just super good white mage, super responsive, super quick, good idol set, able to save the day which they had to do during those fights. There were raises thrown out and stuff, because you died at, like, Lunar Bay for one-shotting back then and stuff. You know, all that stuff. So, uh, you know, just to have that caliber of white mage, I was legitimately impressed, very happy they came, and, you know, the, paid them the compliment because I actually meant it. So uh, that was the, you know, that's how, you, that's how you simp, is just to be a legitimate person. If only we knew these secrets back then. Yeah. If only I had Being a dick, a legitimate person. But uh, in other words, why FFXI, R slash FFXI is so terrible is because of course it is. But um, since we're back in time now, um, the new R slash Final Fantasy 11 one one is doing great today. It is now 15% more people as of from yesterday night saying that it was taking off. So now it's, it's doing, it, I'm very happy with the project so far. There's actual conversation going on and everything's been in-depth game discussion and none of this nonsense and bullshit like, 
you know, Goblin Tattoo is pretty cool, but what character should I multi-box is fucking garbage and, and just get out of here. So the new one is not going to allow questions on what job should I multi-box. Those are just going to be removed immediately uh, as, as the voting so far is gone. And uh, the new R Final Fantasy level will be a place where everyone's, of course, welcome, but the caliber of conversation will be actually a little higher than uh, typical Reddit shit posting. So hopefully that can work. So join that if you like. Because otherwise, that was a shit post today for the first time in the new one because the lone mod from FFXI's subreddit, the old one, uh, came in to complain that we were tagging their, their uh, subreddit by typing r slash FFXI while talking. So it keeps tagging them and they have an old bot set up that alerts them every single time someone does that, apparently. So three days now of maybe like seven times it's happened. So it's not a lot of time so far because it's, you know, it's, it's nine days old at this point, pretty much. So, you know, to, to get to that point, there's not a lot of threads. There's not a lot of talking. There's only about 60 people at this point, but there's been a good amount of discussion. To have the only mod who doesn't have enough time for their own one come in and start complaining, could you guys stop tagging us? I, I, you know, our bot, I don't know how to turn it off. And, you know, it's just, could you guys just not? And, you know, to, to get into essentially have a moderator of a different subreddit come to the new one and shitpost of complaining that moderating is a thankless job and I'm not paid to do this and I take it personally because uh, you guys, you know, don't know what it's like to moderate a different sub, quote unquote. That's essentially paraphrasing what it was like to sit there and watch me have to be the adult moderating the moderator that banned me from from that subreddit was uh, that was something that was good. Uh, it was a good chance to demonstrate why this new subreddit exists. Uh, even more because there's a post there of why it exists and to have someone come in and say, uh, I, someone set a bot up and I don't know what to do and I can't turn it off and you guys are bothering me and you guys don't appreciate what it's like to be a mod. Can you guys stop it? Can, can you police everyone and make sure they don't ever tag someone with a normal Reddit function? So to, to have that happen was interesting. So join wow. the new one. It just, you know, it's why it exists. Oh, I, I wish it the best. Yeah, it's been good. So far, the conversation's been actually very good about uh, stuff that we would talk about. The conversation actually has reflected the flow of the podcast in many ways, I commented on. And and it's been very nice to see um, Graham made a post about being a fresh bard because of, I guess, the podcast and us talking about it and him getting into it, or just something related to that effect. And how, uh, you know, he's had someone in his group be a fresh bard that came back to the game and how they didn't have the extra song, but they had like G-Horn and they geared up, you know, to a reasonable level and they were very effective in endgame and how you didn't need to be asking for these ridiculous requirements. And the conversation was constructive and encouraging and, and, you know, overall a positive experience for anyone involved. And I'm like, this is kind of like the podcast. This has been really great. Of course, it'll go downhill when the, the fucking riffraff comes in. But for a start to it, that's exactly what there should be in the community is that kind of outlet where it's not just people posting Hi, I got level 75 Merglis and I'm in full AF plus three and I'm a real shitbag. And this is going to be a terrible thread because I'm a shitbag person who just comments off at everyone and starts fights because I'm that kind of person. And uh, look at my Merglis with my screenshot with my freaking flip phone. And isn't this great? So, you know, that's <laughs> that's that. That's Bruce. my rant. Yeah, man. Well, it was it was certainly that. <laughs> I, I'm a bit ranty. I get into a mode. Yeah, I guess. I'm not concise um, enough. I mean, I'm glad that maybe something different will open up here. Um, I guess time will tell if 
know, it just doesn't merge into the same sort of thing. Like I don't, I'm not an optimistic person when it comes to Reddit in particular, um, just because of the, um, the riffraff, as you put it, <laughs> that, uh, that are generally on there, like, and the lack of literacy that generally exists. But Fox, but, um, now I'm in charge. Well, I, that doesn't make everyone around you more literate. <laughs> that just puts you in charge. But that's why I'm, I'm skeptical of it is all. You but, know, yeah, you know, hopefully it works out for sure. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it does. Funkworks is in there to be Funkworks now. So he'll post like the update thread and people actually have conversation that has structured people. Because, I mean, what the other Reddit lacks also is people who know things who are interested in participating because this is kind of attached. Like we were talking about in the Discord. I had to make a new section in the Discord today for the, the subreddit because I'm not keen on making a Discord just for that subreddit at this time. Maybe in the future there's demand for it. I don't want to. I got enough stuff to worry about. We'll see. Um, but it just like there's a lot of conversation of people who are like, either guests we've had on or just, you know, people in the, the Discord in general who have an interest and can express more than, oh, did you try plugging in the controller and plugging it back in when you, before you turn your Xbox 360? You know, and more than that level of reading and, and understanding go in there. And those are the people that make the difference in the community. And without them, uh, there is a bit of a, a power vacuum or just a vacuum of air in a certain sense. So having them attached to it is very nice. So thank you to our listeners. Yeah, for sure. But otherwise, we do have the worst thread of the week. Okay. <laughs> Suppose the saddest thread. So, okay, so so what's to di- differentiate the saddest thread and the worst thread? Because, like, well, I would think that something is sad would probably be the worst, right? Why don't you read the, the worst thread then, Fox? I think, I think your words will explain everything, the difference between the saddest and the worst. Okay, okay, so which is the, which is the worst thread then? The worst thread of the week is Thief's Knife, simply titled Thief's Knife. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Let me scroll back down to it. <laughs> and make sure you read it exactly as it's written. Because there's going to be a lot to unpack here. It's, it, it's effectively a full-on diatribe. I really should be, like, Control-F mode right now. It's only I'll link it. It's only 12% upvoted, which is always a good sign. Oh, I got excited. I found Current Thief Guide, and that was... Oh, it's right next to it. Which is, I also appreciate it. Is there a Current Thief Guide? Yes. Did you fucking type in Thief Guide? On, How many see. Google results could there be for FFXI plus Thief plus Guide or just Thief Guide, FFXI? Just something. How many results could come up? There's there going to be the Auction House one and there's probably the BG one. So, I mean, come on. It's got to be in the top 10 results. So, this is a tale that's as old as time because <laughs> at one point... Beauty and the Beast? The circum- yeah, there's there's a circumstance here where the, uh, the Thief's Knife actually changed, like how you acquire it. And because... Because like TH gear in the 75 times, like the old 75 times was like really hard to get a hold of. Um, it was basically just this knife plus, you know, your assassin's armlets if you were lucky enough to get those from a uh, dynamics room. And that's what made you a useful thief in endgame. Like that was like your ticket to join like whatever the fuck you wanted. So it mattered to people, right? But, but here we go. Uh, the thief's knife. How many had to quit once? It became an easy guest. Wait, I got to reread this. How many had to quit once it became an easy guest and was you whole ability that camped for months on end? Space period. <laughs> I personally camped that mofo for six months, battled Asians, capital A though, every, or sorry, every time, knew it would be my chance to get in a real endgame LS. And it got me into the number one North American show. 
But once they made TH4 a joke, I lost all my want to play. Also had a new child, space period. Which, of course, you know, <laughs> thought-wise comes secondary oh, fuck. to the fact that they're, okay, just secondary new child. Uh, the space period. I miss it every day, space period. But the betrayal of the hardest thing I worked on was unforgivable, normal period. Which is, you know, again, the, the hardest thing they ever worked on. <laughs> they had a is, fucking uh, child and they're raising Primary it. to their, their secondary new child. Loved the game, but when you had a 200 mil knife who got too worthless in an update made me leave. No period. <laughs> they didn't even leave the period. Okay. Uh, this is the well, greatest thing since Blue Peas. So I... I I, I, have I, love they, I love how they go across this whole thing. They made TH4 a joke. Uh, I lost all my want to play. Also had a new child, space period. Oh, fuck. Oh, it's, it's great. I'm crying. So, uh, so obviously there's some priority issues that are in here. Right? They battle but, nations um, every time. Every time. Every time heavier time this is like last night with the uh jollies on snitching which comes out in three weeks and it was free ear my time is now free ear that's good <laughs> so here's the thing this guy eventually cut to the point that it was 200 mil knife and yeah i guess it was if you bought it off the auction house but if this dude like camped it for six months like he says he did and then you know it became worthless afterwards like yeah i guess you invested your time at that point but it didn't cost you 200 mil you had the knife you used the knife but at no point were you out 200 mil for the knife you just didn't happen to sell it right before the price dropped it's unrealized earnings you're not taxed on those buddy so it doesn't count yeah basically yeah i mean that's that's just, that's just how things are but hey on the plus side unless you know you didn't actually camp this for six months and you actually you know went to what ige.com and and got your your gill order to buy it so you could um, be a thief in Endgame, dude. I think yeah, yeah they were. There was a bro sale. Sure, I'm sure they went on there with their special code and they they br seventy four. Nice, yeah. Because that's the sort of thing that would uh, that would normally you know actually piss somebody off. Like I'm sure some people got butthurt over this knife thing, but honestly, just because your thief isn't special and you joined an endgame shell and you got even less special after joining it, that should tell me that maybe you should have done some things while you had access to those resources to make yourself more notable and not as replaceable instead of just writing the fact that you had a thief knife. You know, and also to put this into further context, besides this person uh, missing some chromosomes or something. Uh, <laughs> wow. And, and being a subtle racist with the battled Asians every time. Um, I still can't say without saying every, it's every. I mean, I hope my buddy camped that too. And like, we lived in Oregon. But to put it into context, people were ridiculous with TH back in the day because you would spend time farming stuff that was of a lot of importance, camping in M's for hours and hours. So you, it was considered mandatory to have TH. People would be weird about it. They would make you put thief's knife in your main hand. Sometimes they have you have no offhand. Sometimes they make the thief get the, the killing blow. Just... All these ridiculous things. I remember just getting in fights with people at 75 and they told me, put my thief's knife in the main hand. And I'd say, no, it's going in the offhand because it still works in the offhand. And I'm not going to lower my damage for no reason by putting the main hand to make you feel like you're going to get more of a drop. And that was a fight many times. 
in, in the years of the 75 era for myself personally. So I can imagine right. it was a post constantly, just everything. So to put it in context too, there was that. And sometimes the only thing you'd be wanted for was to come thief, stand out of the range of the fight and run it at the end to hit it. People would do that to me all the time. I'll just stand there and, and get TH on at the end or something. And then just, yeah, go thief yeah. sub Sam and meditate the whole time. So you could run in and do the sneak attack kill shot. Remember going thief sub war for the fucking Tatami shield. That's true. Oh man. Um, so that, and then on top of that, this came from the Den of Ranker, which at 75 back then was a thing, and Tonberry Hate was also a thing, and getting around that zone solo was a thing. So you had to get to this place that was not rather easy to get to. Uh, you had to go to like the whole zone and stuff. It took time to get there too. And then you, you were in a smallish room. You dropped down a legend to a smallish room. Uh, am I thinking of the right place to get this? Because they eventually just moved it to no. Ugalepith. Oh, okay, I'm thinking of a different. No, I'm, it was, that's it was the thief's coat. The... That's the thief's coat. Yeah. Oh shit! I'm thinking of the thief's coat. Okay, so See, re- clearly that steel plus gear was more important to you than your TH gear. Yeah, I, I, I actually think I wrote on the BG how to get to that NM, and just it was a stupid thing. I remember walking over there; it was ridiculous. Um, so. The Thief's Knight today comes from just trading a, a lantern that drops pretty commonly, like the what is it, the flickering lantern or whatever, or the uh, yeah yeah to a question mark in the Temple of Ugalepith map two, which is easy to get to and not hard for seventy five people. Um, but back in the day, it used to be a a lottery spawn. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. a lottery spawn. lottery spawn like once a day or something with a low drop rate. So I thought it was like a six hour lottery spawn or something. I thought it was a longer. I thought there'd be like it was. It was long. It was like annoyingly long, but not so long that like because what happens is if it's like a day, it's really easy to keep track of the time of death. I remember this being really obnoxious because you had to be there for like every single one of its spawns or something, and that's what made people go crazy because like in order to camp it, you had to like watch the time of death or you could like lose it because the first time you missed that six hour window. Um, and some, let's say it popped right away and someone claimed it, like you had no idea because it was lottery after that point, whether it would spawn or not. So like you had no idea what the time of death was. You had to be on edge constantly because you show up and people are killing stuff. You don't know if the window's open or not. So you have to be on alert when the window's not even open for hours on end. And then it it was kind of like camping Hocho, you know, uh, not, not as bad, but similar. So Hocho's still the same way. Shit drop rate, lottery spawn. They didn't change that. So then the knife finally drops and it's rare and it's super expensive. So it was a huge deal. And, and people don't understand how its effect works. Yes. Yes, they did not. And so SC changed it because it was too big of an, a deal of an item to be that way and was causing problems. So as it did. And you know, that's I think the that was right around the same time they changed the Kraken Club, too. And they made that part of up in arms. I believe so. They also they might have also. No, they couldn't have been the they, same they, time. They took the, all the they took all the gross skill items and they changed them because they also changed uh, the ring venomous and, uh, claw. Yeah. And the ring, the, the accuracy ring level 30 or whatever inside uh, Orgdale, Orgdale's, Orgdale's yeah, yeah. caves, Orgdale's caves, because RMT used to camp that fucking thing. The stopper I mean, shines. I'm sure. I'm sure they procedurally changed these over time, and we're just lumping them all into the time period. Yeah, because eventually they also changed the leaping boots over and put them in that BCN. But maybe it was yeah. the same time of the thief's knife. I don't know. That I, that would have been the same time as the hairpin and everything else. Like they made like a whole thing. As before, yeah. I even played. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a while ago though. I, that's for I, sure. it was. It was a hot minute. It was like over 15 years ago. I remember when that happened. I remember people crying about the Thief's Knife. Yeah, I remember people crying about Thief's Honestly, Knife apparently five days ago by New Low 13, which is a great username for this uh, this post. And for it to be 200 mil, that would have had to have been during the uh, inflation times. Yes, the when, dark like, times. When like Venomous Claws were like 8 mil and shit. So would that have been during 2004, 5? 
Five? That's like five, five slash six. Yeah, five, six. Because when I yeah. came, I was at the peak of inflation or tailing off into deflation, and everyone's freaking out that deflation was happening. Mm-hmm. It was oh, oh, six, seven. But yeah, I, I never really understood the ones that, that really complained about it like this. And I mean, I guess think about you know, it. It's been 16 years 16 later, you years. can't let it go. 16 yeah. years. <laughs> we, we were both on the same thought. Yeah. <laughs> Just 16 fucking this years. This guy ago. had a kid, which could almost be 18 at this point, depending on the time frame. Who I knows? can see him. I can see him sitting in his car, teaching, teaching his kid to drive, still ruminating on this. Back when you were born. But just think about it. There's this thing called a thief knife, and this, it was 200 mil. He goes, space period, but the betrayal of the hardest thing I worked on was unforgivable. You are a father. And it couldn't even been the hardest thing in game you would have worked on. Like, yes. That, that makes you somewhat worthless in game. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, man, the O-coats were the hardest thing I ever worked on. I quit the game. That's right. I AFK'd for six hours and came back to it. It was rough. It was rough. I mean, get over yourself dude i had to like, back I, I, hadn't even, I hadn't even read the comments on this it's just the, that's the the kind of like weird ass mentality that some of these people had the first, number one just, comment there is is from one of our listeners it says sounds like you have difficulty coping with change yeah for real yeah i mean five days ago <laughs> they still do shout out to graham this is not the uh this is not the nostalgia post you were looking for sir yeah someone got a nero on the line Oh, someone post thief knife was the hardest thing you worked on. F O H. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of my first thoughts. Actually, I, I hadn't read these comments. That's funny. Oh, and every he, job can get TH four now, just subbing without even subbing thief. Yeah, and in typical Reddit fashion, you know, Dracolth, which is a notorious Dracolth, is a notorious you know crap player in this game. Sorry. Um, but they're posting, and, and they posted here, M.I. Almace is a paperweight. Shit changes, especially in a game. Enjoy it for what it is or move on. Dwelling on some item for over 10 years ago is kind of sad. Which they have a point, but why would you even bring Almace into this? And why would you call it a paperweight? I like Because the they, have, they have to make it about them. And no, 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 no. It's not Almace is a paperweight. Their Almace is a paperweight because they're bad. <laughs> I was so thrilled that it works so well for everything in Odyssey. And I still can get a little more rank on it to make it even better. I'm like, this is working nicely. Yeah. In fact, um, one of the people who can go blue um, actually just finished his Almace the other day. Good. Uh, Blame, who joined us after you left. Yeah, yeah. He, so he'll be able to bring that to the party. And I'm sure he'll see that as long as he's got everything geared and it's ranked up, he can always just switch to Nagling and you know, having AM constantly while still killing it in two weapon skills anyway. I mean, and being able to switch targets and do more white damage, there was no reason not to be using that weapon. That was the ideal weapon in my mind, because you're not using Tizona in that event, and you're changing weapons to clubs, so you want to constantly have an easy-to-keep-up aftermath. That's like a that's like a, uh, that's like like a a 30% constant occasionally doubles damage at, at AM1. That's a good rate. You know, I've actually farmed quite a few UNMs recently, just so I can like sell hides and stuff, and like, convert over to Sparks. Just do all sorts. Of, I, I just kill UNMs. I was also farming for Vatetsi, which is a terrible choice, but I was really trying to finish uh, that Pert gang. Um, but uh, I, I'd actually been farming uh, UNMs lately, and I use primarily like Nagling and then offhand like Makara, um, which is Thibron, but you know, with like two less base damage. Um, and I'd actually switched to using my, uh, I have a quad attack offhand uh, Kalata that I was blessed with um, from a, uh, a Dark Matter campaign. And I've actually been using that 
uh, that combination, the Niggling and then the Quad Attack offhand. And I've you actually used on Zetsuken otherwise as well. So that's quad I need to go and... get one, man. Oh, but uh, now I could do that with you. Yeah, for real. Uh, but as far as um, to to reach my point eventually Sorry. is that uh, I, I generally well no I, I was just kind of like beating around the bush for the longest time like setting the shit up. I, I so set you up that way. <laughs> it's my effect. So I, I normally I normally savage blade and I usually savage blade these UNMs to death because it does like crap tons of damage. But I've actually found that on a lot of them like just spamming CDC is actually better. <laughs> yeah, and which shouldn't be a revolutionary idea. It just seems weird. Your offhand white damage is terrible. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, and honestly, if it takes more than one Savage Blade because you're a blue, not a warrior or something, uh, with more oomph, which you know, if it takes more than one weapon skill on the, you know, even on four one, it can take more than one weapon skill, especially. So, if it takes more than one weapon skill anyway, if you need two Savage Blades to kill something on your own because your white damage with your offhand is absolute garbage, and unless you're able to somehow rely on a physical blue magic set to kill stuff constantly. Which would suck if you don't have uh, constant refresh or something going on too, because now without the zone, your MP is is not you know taken for granted. So to have terrible white damage and have to kill in two weapon skills anyway, because even without a skill chain on even lower floors, especially your CDC will kill in two anyway. So having actual white damage and the same number of weapon skills, you're at a net DPS gain now for not having shit white damage. So. Yeah, and it was also coming back to what you talked about before, where like let's say Hayden jumped over and just fudoed something, right? Or uh, actually, yeah, in your case, it would have been Savage Blade. Yeah, like you were at least doing white damage that let him get there in that single fudo. Or, yeah, or, and since we have a samurai, you're now doing a light skill chain with them, where Savage Blade does nothing. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's just a lot more synergy, and you're at least contributing meaningful DPS when you aren't using weapon skills, which is great. So yeah, I mean, as far as almost being a paperweight and being this weird, like, look at me tangent from this dude complaining about his thief knife for no reason. I have problems too. Yeah, I have problems too. And yeah, all of them stem from you and your decisions. That's correct. Space period. Did you have a kid though, space period? Maybe one day, space period. Dwelling on them on some item for over 10 years is kind of sad. No period. Something, something, no period. Yeah, something we've glossed over here, normal period, no space, is. How do you constitute the number one NA link shell? How, how do you measure that? What is that? There's there's a lot of people who think number one is. Honestly, it's just what you were exposed to at the time. Like, just, like, server-wide. Like, a lot of people will say, like, these Azuran idiots had, like, the best ones. And honestly, I really like the, the super shells from, like, people merging over to Hades. Like, Lord of the Legion and Excellence were obviously very, very good shells. So I don't really know what constitutes as number one. I guess like people used to like count how many like Rima's were in there before, you know, it was it was Rima. It was actually just Erm. Erm. Yeah, it was just either relics or mythics, guys. And mythics were just insanely rare. Like if you saw a mythic, it was it was a really big deal. This guy's an RM, a registered mook. Yeah. Number like one. Like 2008, 2008, if you saw a Bird Gang or a Yagrush, man, that was like some real shit there. That was, yeah, I mean... Not even Eric's with all his dedication to now he's he's getting there as cooking shield. So shout out to Eric's. You cook your little wow, heart out there. Make us some uh, cartoffel. You know, if he couldn't finish that with all his dedication, it'd be very hard to believe that someone in 2008 otherwise could finish a freaking thing. So mythic wise, even my group I got like so greedy because like we had we had helped people finish stuff. Right. And um, I had just helped my uh, buddy finish his Aegis, which was still, you know, a big deal finishing a relic. Yeah. And we were doing salvage, right? And we we're like thinking, oh man, so what's the most beneficial thing that we can get for people? And we we had arrived on getting the monk their glands fossed 
over getting me my Yagrush. Wow. I was like, well, at the yeah, time, that's you know, not a bad choice. Well, I mean, at the time, though, AoE status removal was like ultra broken. Yeah. So honestly, the choice should not have been Glance Frost. I could still Even see. if it wasn't me, I would have supported getting someone who was a white mage their Yagrush first, for sure. I mean, because in this context, you're dealing with um, the weapon being really nice and a job that was like the focus of many things, like all of salvage farms for getting people yeah. armor and stuff. So. But no one knew if the job was nice or, or if the weapon was nice because like yeah. nobody had glands boss made like uh, they're like I remember like old Stanislav had um, his Burt gang like he had a Burt gang made. And I think there was like one other dude in there who had a Yagrush made. But like that was about it. I don't know. I was just dreaming at that stage thinking about how one day right. I'd spend, uh, you know, 15 and a half years on a game that I now have still spent 15 and a half years on and have now done a podcast and guides and spent all this time into like this game has disproportionately taken a large chunk of my my time and I, I I'm happy with what I'm doing but looking back on the fact that so much it's time the result of when day, MMOs don't die yeah yeah if this died I would not have moved on to anything else I promise you because there was yeah. a point in the was it sometime in like when the level cap had gone up i feel like it was when the game felt kind of stagnant again um when the cap was going up at that point there was a time in that late 75 early 80s era whatever where i was kind of like looking for other games or the 75 era maybe looking for different games that were like 11 that i could play instead and just kind of like move on and i just never found anything i liked so i just kept playing this and you know that was that was that I mean, I quit for like eight years. Nah. Yeah, it, it just is what it is, I guess. I enjoy that I can still get lost in this game and just, you know, do things at my own leisure and fight stuff and think up stuff and dream up fights or, you know, enjoy. I, as I, you know, I said the other night, I think, on episode 56, you know, that people say, I like most jobs in this game. And then I go, I've not played most jobs in this game. So, so it's still I have those those starry dreamy eyes of all the fun that I could have because it's legitimate fun, and that's you know the why I do these things too is because I legitimately have a passion for the fun that this game invokes and the the way that it makes me uh, happy. Yeah, yeah, same here. Really, I don't really have anything like too profound to add to it. It's just if if I wasn't space period this game space period I wait uh, comma space. Oh, oh, there's no commas in here. Oh, space period. There is a period number space. one, as in pound symbol one. Or, oh, okay. Is there a different way of saying that? Like a like a uh, a hash or something besides before hashtag came out? I don't know what it's called. Besides, I always just called it a pound symbol because of payphones. But yeah, it it always provides me something to <laughs> do mind. though. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, there was a point there where I phased you out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it always provides me something to do though. Like even if I'm not doing anything in game, like even when I'm like just tinkering with like game math or something like that, it still like finds a field of my interest for me to be interested. Your Lua's, which is really interesting. How's that Beastmaster Lua coming? Uh it's uh it's still dead and on my old hard drive that I'm looking at over on the counter. Oh, uh, is that next to the potato now? You're gonna keep him in a farm? Uh so I've actually considered trying to recover some of the files off of it. Which I can do with like some sort of like USB thing that uh, Blame was telling me about. Oh, like just putting in a USB um, enclosure or something, or just docking. Yeah, it yeah the enclosure, the enclosure. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, well, I mean, 
if the hard drive's corrupt and not not able to be read, you would have to be able to read the hard drive to do that. So. That's the weird thing. So um, the, what had happened was it, it corrupted like Windows itself and all the oh. sectors on it for that. But it didn't corrupt the actual files. So when I went through and I was like trying to troubleshoot it, I thought it was the weirdest thing because I could I could see all of the files. Like if if I got to the the Windows um, uh, startup like uh, restore point mode, I could actually browse to all of the game files. Like I, I just for shits and grins, I tried to use one of my Lua's as a restore point, which by the way I know does not work and <laughs> will never work. I just wanted to see if I could navigate to the file, and yeah, it just it just everything was still there it just could not read the windows installation and um okay well it just couldn't be recoverable as a disc do you have a spare sata cable because you don't even need to have a usb enclosure if you don't own one which most people probably wouldn't because why would you need one do you have a spare sata cable because you could just ah, i'd have to get one you only have one sata cable yeah i don't have a whole lot of uh hardware related things do you have a power supply that has an extra connection to plug into the back of the uh into the the drive there i mean was it a 15 pin cable it should yeah then just get a sata cable plug it in to your motherboard and we'll turn the computer off first and power it on and just you can access it the same way without having to buy a whole enclosure because the cable is like nothing that's fair probably yeah but i mean that's why yeah that's why i haven't junked it though is because i i know there's still stuff i can recover off of it and it's in a safe well no if that's the case it's all there just plug it in take it yeah, because I've at this point I've mostly recovered everything from all that loss. Um, like I've rewritten a lot of like Lua related stuff. Like I've redone a lot is of game stuff. Uh, it's, it's actually the computer works a lot better now. No, I, the, the Lua's. Oh no, um, I'll never be in the same mindset when I wrote it the first time. And I have a really good memory for things. I can I can almost recreate things that I've done before, like as though it were like a picture. But it'll never be exactly the same because that's not really how that kind of memory works. Okay, so you're like Cam Jansen with your photographic memory. You just say, <laughs> you just say, click, sort of, and then you remember it, and you're gonna solve Pe- it. People, people have said that before, but it's not really how it works. People have called you Fox Jansen before. No. Well, have they related you to Cam Jansen before? No. Okay, so are you gonna solve the yeah, mystery sure. of of who <laughs> made the Michelangelo statue in the museum? No. No. Well, what good are you, Fox Jansen? Well, apparently I'm good at rewriting the same damn Lua over and over again. Oh, dude, I, I would never be able... If I lost my blue... I mean, I could never lose it because it's on the interwebs and nothing ever leaves the interwebs. Um, That's what everyone tells me. Yeah, yeah, sure yeah. Well, I mean, you didn't lose... Some are in there. So give me the rest of them or just, I don't know, you can put them somewhere. You're, you're a responsible adult. Well, I update them so frequently that even the ones that I had sent you were... Like woefully outdated. Yeah, but that's just gear sets. So I, no, so, no, they weren't. Oh, oh. let's see. Because like, if you just lose gear to me, I'm like, eh, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I actually needed to do a better job at the top of my Lewis of um, putting like a change log in there so they can see exactly like what what the version actually means. Because all of my Lewis that you have updated have version numbers, and I actually know how to do version numbers. Like they they have different version numbers for a reason. And um, yeah, it's if it ends in an odd number, it's not a stable. It's a you know. Yeah, but uh, minor updates are two decimal places. Major ones are one. Same thing applies for odd and even numbers. That's all I know. Yeah, something to that effect. But um, yeah, I, I actually document the changes though usually, uh, so that way I know what to revert where where something went wrong if something does. Not that it's like you know a program that has to be you know so involved that it runs on its own or something. Like none of these Lua's are bots, right? 
but I still like to know where something would conflict if I had another feature and then all of a sudden something else stops working. Like the situation you found when you um, had added like a certain number of things and then you found out that like your uh, your magic accuracy sets weren't coming on for Cruel Joke. Like I like to be able to look at my version changes and see like roughly timeline wise what would have caused that. So that's why I document those things. Speaking of documenting having too much, as far as we know, the service server is still full. Oh boy. Which, you know, we'll see how long this goes on for. Uh, you know, it's not it's not a lack of content IDs, as you were telling me before the show, because you said if... Why don't you just tell us the... Because you do it. I can't do you justice here, Fox. So why don't you tell us what you said instead of me telling you what you said? <laughs> now, what I told you is something that I had heard from someone else who understands how this process works. So I can't tell you, like, super in-depth what's going on, because I don't do a whole lot of stuff with, like... I just spent the content ID part, but if you want to do the whole thing, I mean, I'm fine with that. <laughs> so, so I... I do some computer science like that. That's my thing. And um, I don't really do like the hardware side of it right now. So I, I don't really, I, I haven't been exposed to a whole lot of that, but basically when it comes to the content IDs from what I've been explained is that there isn't, there isn't any issue with like them being able to issue more content IDs for Azura or anything like that. Um, the issue is, is that there's the server itself is actually full of um, how many characters can exist on it which is the like the, the bytes of data that that list can, can can actually like contain like that that's what i've been told is how this works so uh when it comes to us not being able to create new characters like i think some people may have thought that it was like based on content ids or something and when it comes to like the number of permutations that the content id would have because it's like four letters and like uh, four numbers afterwards like, I'm pretty sure that the number for that is so huge that we could probably assign a content ID to everyone who has ever lived on this planet. And we would not have a duplicate easily and probably ever will. So, yeah, it's not a matter of having, like, weird duplicate content IDs or anything like that. It's just, like, an actual, like, server space in some capacity from what I understand. So, yeah, apparently people can't create new stuff. Yeah. I guess that's the thing. This is what happens when you guys pay for RMTs and pay for these RMT mercs and pay for these RMT wins because not all the time, I'd say most of the time, the people who are constantly murking these are not doing it just so they can make every weapon in the game. They're doing it because the gill is going to other things, not themselves. Otherwise, yeah. they wouldn't be doing it constantly. And so. when SE bans them, they just create more and then just start farming gill through whatever yeah. net positive method they use. So also we have all those bots running around in starter zones because they make the account, they go and load up on sparks, they sell it all, and then they delete the account and start again so there's no limit and they can immediately do it again. And they, 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 you know, flee through the air like, you know, some magical creature with their third party tools and they just load them up and then go back, boom. You know, so that's that actually that I actually didn't realize that they were like outside in South Gusterberg or something until I went and tried to um, level my mule puppet masters so I could spam up in arms. And uh, I went out there on my mule. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to punch this bee. And like, here comes this thing at like Mach 5 just comes over and like insta claims the bee and kills it. And I'm like, well, what, what the fuck is going on here? Like, yep. <laughs> since when do we competitively claim level zero mods? <laughs> it's fucking bullshit because. This is what, you know, this is the what we, we reap here from people who just go, oh, I don't have a lot of time. Today I had a guy, uh, not, I'm not calling him out for guild buy or anything, but I had a guy today who goes, he checked me and I had the, the Bunzy Rod R20 because I played with you guys. And yeah. 
And he goes, wow, I've never seen anyone who has the rod ranked up. Do you have all the gear ranked up? And I'm like, no, I don't play those jobs, so I just have the rod ranked up. Um, you know, and he goes, wow, I don't have a lot of time to play, but that's, you know, that's impressive, you know, whatever. But it's like, that's what it's like. Everyone goes, I don't have a lot of time to play. And you, I check the guy, and it's like he has all the gear with no RP. Generally, these people buy when they spend a lot of time, and this, you know, checking people in general near an omen warp in, you see they all have no rank on all this gear ever. Nayame, uh, speaking of which, the guy who... who yeah, because they paid for their V0. Yeah, they pay for the V0 whatever. when they get nothing. Speaking of which, the guy that, you know, uh, whose girl wants to come murder me, pay for my dress, whatever, I, she was in town AFK, and, <laughs> and all her stuff is R0 as well, and they murk a lot, so uh, there you go. Well, yeah, because you don't need to be like R twenty um, gear sets in order to uh, do anything. Yeah, in order to kill anything. Yeah, it's just extra shit you can have to be extra cool, I guess. But yeah, so that's uh, what happens when everyone creates this culture of buying shit. You get these people running around constantly, and now they have taken up all the space on the server. And the, there's, like, I would be impressed if this game, after almost twenty years, they would have a way of functionally expanding the limit of available space for this they just have to go back and delete these banned characters because they're taking up these uh yeah space in, in the they essentially should. the list and to, to reduce the bite size of the file because i don't think the way this game's been built they can just change the size of the file on one server that'd be very i don't know much but that sounds very unlikely to me and i i mean it, it, from what it was told to me like that that was like the guess too um, I don't know if it's like founded in anything in particular. Like I, I couldn't tell you a lot of the particulars from it. So I'm not even a good source of information for this particular discussion. But as far as the idea goes, like it's actually sound like as to why that would be the case. And honestly, if they go back through and they delete all the banned people, I don't see any kind of issue outside of people being able to use those names again, right? Yeah. So who cares if they get to use the names again? But the fact that SE... It, they, no, no one's able to really join because of this. And oh no, my my character who has like six different continents who got banned because they're a bot is you oh, know I I can finally get that name back uh, SQR44 or whatever. Yeah, got got my jollies off. But yeah, I mean this is this is what happens when we set up a system incentivizing people to to do this shit, get banned constantly, and then they fill the entire server up as we see. It didn't didn't take too long of this. It only took several years in terms of the game's history. The amount of people being banned. Uh, you know, I mean, it's obviously the whole history of Asura, but the amount of people being banned recently for this nonsense has to be just constantly. I mean, as people say, they're not banning them whatsoever, but the the amount of people just blatantly cheating to get banned for the sake of RMTing is something that we're responsible for encouraging. Yeah, it's so. it's like the people who can't determine the difference between the malicious automation and then the automation that is actually for quality of life. Like, obviously, the malicious automation is what's causing this problem because they're automating, creating new characters, going out, auto farming their sparks and deleting them. Like, that has to be, like, the biggest cause of this uh, this actual issue. You know, sparks for new players are so low on the list of needs. If you made them there be a uh, one day cooldown uh, that you couldn't use sparks for. I guarantee you, or just made like like with fishing, fishing as a new player until the first conquest tally or until you hit level twenty, I believe you're limited to like twenty fish. Uh, it was done because of RMTs and fishing. They had to do that. That's the way it is. So conquest tally or whatever, and fishing isn't big like it used to be. For no one goes out and fish bots because it's not, you know, as profitable as spark selling. But you know they had to do that. So all they had to do in this case to stop this is put a limit of you can spend like 
20k spark sounds more than enough for a new player. So um, I have a, until I have a like counter a argument to it, though. So anything that's net positive when you work with a robot is still infinite. So it doesn't matter at what rate you go infinite, you're still infinite, right? So even if it's just 20k right off the bat or anything like that, they're still at a net positive. So their their actual rate doesn't matter as they'll just increase like the number of them that they need or whatever. They could just make uh, the resale value of Sparks items uh, to be one gill. And that would suck for the people doing things legitimately, though. Um, the the thing that I see being an issue, being a potential change is like if they lock it out for like an, an entire 30 days or whatever. But the problem is, is that if they get enough of these pots, they can actually cycle it after that 30 day margin where they'll take that hit. And they can still create that infinite loop after that point to where everything is coming off their 30-day probationary period or whatever, and they're immediately able to farm again. I don't know. So these people they, operate on a certain level of margins. I don't think they pay for all these accounts and not being able to sell the gill for a whole month. That would kill them. Yeah. And, and I mean, hopefully that is the case, too. It, it's just the, the issue is, is that when it comes to the ability to create something from nothing, with everything being infinite, the actual margin of what's infinite matters to a player who's legitimate. But as far as a player who's not legitimate, the ability to make one gill per transaction, if it's automated, is still just as infinite as as, as like 20k gill per transaction or whatever. Here's here's a possible good one. Um, it would take creating a little bit of a system to do this, but it's definitely something I think is possible. When you get certain things like a temporary item, it has the temporary item label, it's the blue circle. When you get an augmented item, it has the augmented circle and stuff on it. And there's certain things in this game. Um, the marble nugget comes to mind as an example where you can't buy it off the auction house, or you used to not be able to. I think you can now. When that quest came out, you had to go get it in the wild. And the same thing goes for the logs in that woodworking quest where you can't go buy them. You have to go get them from logging and trade them into the yeah. NPC. It won't accept them otherwise. They just means that they're tagging that item. If you just tag every item that comes from a Sparks NPC... Uh, you could allow it to be sold on the, uh, that'd be tricky because then you could just buy them for one gill and then sell them to the thing. So you could just forget that you could just get them from the <laughs> Sparks NPC and they're tagged as a Sparks item and you can only drop them or trade them. And you cannot, um, they're the same as that the item always would be like that, that marble nugget, that log, they look to be the same exact item, but they're tagged so that they can't be NPC. So nothing changes in that case. Anyone crafted the item, they could sell it. You know, it's just a different way of attaining it. But anything from a Sparks NPC, they could just assign an optional tag there that would require it to be dropped or traded, and you can't sell it sell the NPC at all. That would that would fix it, but I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah. And and yeah, it would fix it. And from someone who's like established in the game, it looks like a perfectly reasonable approach too. Like that is a really reasonable approach. the The problem is that from someone who's not established in the game, like if they are just coming off the boat, basically, and uh, they don't have like any guild of their name. Like what are they going to do? Use the adventurer coupon. It would force like, them to be transitioned into, they would have the access to gear and stuff at the start, which means they wouldn't need the, the guild per se, but it would force the economy to transition back into the way it used to be before sparks were around into an auction house based economy where crafting is more important and things like that cost money. True. Yeah. Things like that cost money. Uh, you go farm sheepskin, silk threads, you know, basic stuff that ventures used to. It's not as friendly, but otherwise, I'd rather see them slap on a quick and dirty inconvenience of capping you off at 10k sparks for the first week of playtime. Not playtime, but just the first real life week and being done with it until you get past the first week so people can't do this constantly, immediately. 
And I'm sure they could create a system like you said, but I'd rather it be like that to at least address it in some fashion, uh, like fishing uh, was addressed. It didn't stop them. They could they could infinitely fish bot, but it was a major. I think because of because of the the automation itself, I think it would like change the price of gill, but not the cost of them operating their business. Like the the actual like well, gill economy in game could fluctuate, which yeah is great. Again, it, it's it's really awesome from like people looking in and, and who are established, like watching stuff drop in price while we have gill is great. Uh, watching stuff drop in price while we don't have gill, not great. Um, because it wouldn't then, like, change anything else for established people. It would only affect brand new players uh, for the first week of game. Like, you know, the Gobby dial locks you out for a month, but it'd just be the first week. So it wouldn't change anything for yeah. us. We'd still NPC sparks like we always do. Yeah, it's true. So it would be nice to, you know, if the only person buying... Oh, uh, you I, know, I see where the disconnect is. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about the, the RMT's influx of gill into the game. Yeah is actually as important for the economy to keep the prices where they are currently as if it were not there. So like basically if it were not there prices would go they, down. The prices would go down, but then the value of gill itself would go down itself also because there's less of it in the game. So and that's, that's be part of an it'd economic. be a period of deflation, but we've already been going through deflation because of how they've um cap sparks and added things that we're buying from NPCs in general, so Right, but we would have we would, there would still be less ways to generate it, and with less gill in the game, um, even people who would be able to sell things wouldn't be able to sell things for as much, and it's it still cause it still causes problems in the, in the long run. Like as those oh. counts get deleted, yes, you see things drop in price, and that that is a good thing, but at the same time, you you run into the problem of uh, of the actual gill that's on your character not actually being worth as much as whatever like That's, basically if, if if you have a ton of gill and the and the cost of gill i, I like understand gill actually I understand. drops then. yeah i understand the concept of, of deflation yeah i'm saying that's you know i'm trying to get out is that's no different than how that inflation for six years of sparks happened the gill you had was worth less because they were NPCing so much of it and costs went up so if we live through that and we've lived through two inflation and then one big deflation that i know of periods in this game's history things reach an equilibrium at some point so would it not make sense to reach that equilibrium again in whatever way that takes shape would it not be overall healthier you would think so but i mean stuff as far as being like the last six years like it's about as cheap as it's ever been i mean we've survived that massive inflation period and we're, we've deflated to a point of do you think we've reached equilibrium i think things are stable now i i think there's actually no change in that it's a phantom equilibrium like i i what, what we're experiencing especially when you're on the legit end and you're not actually paying like dollars for things um we're able to like craft and sell things for, for whatever rate that is currently going on and i'm not trying to go in and trying to explain you know uh deflation or anything but it's just the concept that surrounds it like it effectively costs the same to buy those JSE necks now at, th at like 30 million as it did when they were 80 million. And that's because our ability to our, our sell power is also just as low. So from a from like a finance standpoint, um, we have the same amount of gill. It just looks like there's less. But without quantifying the rate of deflation in the economy and the actual supply of gill circulating around and the, the fluidity of the gill. There wouldn't be a way to actively determine if we're at that phantom equilibrium you described because we wouldn't know. Um, well, there, there are ways that you can see it, right? So just look at look at like how much you could sell like dark matter for, for example. Uh, the dark matter is something I used to sell all the time. 
Um, it used to be like 2.2 mil, right, to sell a chunk of dark matter. And this was back when, you know, the, the next were like 92 million. And now dark matter is like 600K. And now the next are somewhere between 27 and 30 million. So, like, you're looking at a third of the cost for, for the neck itself. And, you know, that is determined by whoever's selling it and whatever average price we will buy it from or whatever. But then you're also looking at the sale price of dark matter, which is less than a third of that original cost. So the sell power of dark matter has gone down. And this is a, just an extremely minute nutshell of, of, of this picture. But your conversion rate towards what you farm and how you sell it is at less of a point than it was when you could have converted it the same way to buy those same goods before. So while there's less gill, the power we have to purchase things, unless you have like cap gill sitting in your menu or whatever, is actually lower. Like our ability to farm and sell these items has a lower cost than they did before. Well, yeah. So, I mean, once you got so to that, the So that's of, the trouble we run into. Once you got to the point of saying it's, it's roughly a third for the dark matter, it's roughly a third for the next, therefore it hasn't changed. But there's other items. I mean... Oh, no, it's worse than that. Like, the dark matter is less than a third now. I mean, that's also dark matter's use of... Well, right, but I mean, the same thing happened with, like, the Defiant materials. The same thing happened with metals from... Uh, that also from, uh, comes off a period Amazon's. of divergence, everyone making that armor, and now people making different armor that puts that yeah. stuff in less demand. So that those items should be in less demand as well. It's true, but I mean, they also make SU5 stuff, too. Yes, and I mean... They did then as well, so. But the the issue is though is that that these these high end goods though they're not depreciating as at the same value as our farmed materials are because we let them manipulate the price at the top, and this isn't necessarily RMT activity. This is whoever Farmer has players, like yeah. you know this is players also cashing in on this. So that's where like the pro the problem becomes kind of blurred because at the same time like players will see RMT activities and they can actually uh, piggyback off of them and ride these gill changes in order to still profit off of them the same way. And they're just kind of like leeching the process in that regard. So what, so what I'm talking about, like from the phantom standpoint though, is, is like basically like how powerful is our ability to commerce in the market. And it's not as powerful as it was, you know, back when these things were at a much higher price, it's just, it, it looked worse, but it's not actually any better. So, I mean, I don't know what fixes it, though. It's just identifying the problem I mean, is important. Doing something still better than nothing, right? You you would think until it does nothing. And, and at what point can you be upset about spinning your wheels or something? And and I mean, I know I, it's I would... whack-a-mole, but you can't do nothing in this case. You can't just keep trying to ban them no. if you if you directly inconvenience something that that is more surgical towards them and doesn't have too much of an effect on normal people. It's still better to do that. I suppose. I mean, at least I'd think so. But if, if we can, if we continue to ride the ripple through this rabbit hole, right. Um, we then have to look at, you know, where are these, these resources being allocated when it comes to, to developing this game and how much of that time is going into dealing with these RMT. Like we don't actually know a solid figure on this, but any amount that's taking them away from developing stuff for us, is not necessarily a good thing when it comes to the overall experience of the game because at the end of the day, Gil, it, it sucks. Like you gotta you gotta go into the market whatever way you can. But I, I would say content for this game is more powerful for the average player than than worrying about where your gills at. You know, players are legitimately in a, apparently I want to say the most vocal I can recall them being since the seventy five era 
about being upset of the state of RMTing and botting in this game, primarily from the RMT camp, but everyone is to a certain extent uh, botting for their own personal use or automating or or position hacking. People are upset at a record rate of just, you know, I go out to Ryzen Jima and they're bot leveling people. I go out to Esha, they're bot leveling people. I go out to uh, Foret de Hentai and <laughs> and there's someone warping around the zone to get mules leveled up and you go to proclaim a bee and someone's warped to kill it before you can. Yeah. All for arm up. And it's not just that person that is absolutely fucking ridiculous on the official forums, Yvonne or whatever, just posting constantly, <laughs> I'm reporting and they do nothing. Well, well, well look at me, I'm I'm a freaking retard. But it's there's other threads on auction house and there's other talk in the game and just they're like they're not doing anything, they don't care. And people it's affecting the morale of the players and it's affecting yes. the community. And I know it's an infinite rabbit hole whack-a-mole, but this is the most upset on average. And Murr was always super, super upset about this, but he's always upset. But the most I found upset- myself being really butthurt about it too. We were talking about a pre-show. Like I, I look at people and I'm upset at the fact that they probably buy gills, so why am I wasting my time helping them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't feel too far removed from that as well. I mean, it doesn't make me not want to play, but it doesn't create a healthy, lasting environment that... That's true. This is this is essentially kind of like, um, you know, just living next to a river. We polluted the river to a point where, you know, we still want to be by the river, but we polluted it and we're unhappy now. And what do you do? So... so- well, it's it's hard to to think of things in terms in terms of infinite when you actually go to evaluate something because like people can understand like the idea of infinite, but they don't really know the long reaching impacts that identifying an infinite actually has on a greater system. And when you look at it, when when SE is fighting this stuff, and this goes back to that guy posting on the forums all the time about STF isn't doing anything, you got to think that if STF is one person, right? It's one person versus RMT. Okay, well, let, let's say there are six people. It's six people versus RMT, right? The, the problem is, is that it's six people versus the pink robots. And these robots are centered to destroy us, but um, they're, they're infinite. They, they each represent an infinite recursion within their, their system of, of being. So these six people are trying to swat at an infinitely recurring Hydra. It's the, I was going to say, I was about to say Hydra. You're cutting off the head yes, of the Hydra. It's a Hydra. It's more. So you just have to stop the root of the Hydra, and that may take time and effort, but... That's that's what they need to solve. Yes, that's yes. absolutely true. It's just, I don't know how to solve it. I don't know how they're thinking to solve it or anything. And obviously, they, they can't thinking. tell... Well, they can't tell us even if they are, because if they if they leak out how they plan to solve it, then they can then Certainly the RMT can make the countermeasures for it. Yeah, so it's it's like a really... It, it's like It's kind of like a game of chess. And the only you, you way have really to outplay. To, to, the only way to really cut it off effectively is to people to stop buying Gil. And they're not gonna do that because it's like uh like asking people to, you know, not get plastic bags at the grocery store. No one's gonna say no, it's right there. I didn't bring anything, I don't care, just give it to me. You know, it's like that. People aren't going to change the way they live if it's any minor inconvenience, and that goes to this game as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean shutting shutting the people off would absolutely do it because that that would that would stop it. But I mean there's no downside to these adult people in their minds uh, to these adult people spending some portion of their paycheck to make it so that they don't have to toil in the game in some way, because because every single person that I that I talk to in this game 
treats it like some portion of this game is an inconvenience to them. I don't know why, because that's the game. And, and I don't either. And that, that's where we're going to be on the same page about this stuff. But we're not going to understand the actual mindset of, of the person otherwise. Like, we're just going to jump to conclusions that they're lazy or they're worthless or, or X, Y, and Z, like criticism against them, right? But they, for whatever reason, will be able to justify their expenses because they, they can't, because they're an adult with their own life who can do it. And that's the sad part, because it's so easy to do that because it comes from a source that's infinite. They can basically charge whatever reasonable rates will, will get them to open their wallets that, you know, there, there's, there's no way there's, there's no way of, of policing it really outside of just choices. ridiculous bands. Yeah. It's, it's about people getting people to make good choices about it and about to stop commiserating about the game. Stop treating it like it's an arms race. Like I have to be there right now because those are the sorts of things that drive people to open their wallets and try to think that they need to chase, you know, the, the Stepford situation. You know, you weren't, ridiculous. you weren't around for episode 54. This is episode 53. Oh. Uh, you were not around for episode 54. Uh, Are we week. prefacing something that's going to come out in the future? But within that, I talk about uh, social pressures and how they're, you know, ultimately effective at keeping certain people. Well, I'll just cut to the chase. Keeping people in line. And in this case, uh, that's not necessarily a good or bad thing. It's, it, it's inherently nothing. Uh, keeping people in line or social pressures are inherently nothing. They can be uh, a multitude of positives, negatives, etc. It's it's inherently not one thing or the other. So it may sound rather authoritarian to talk about keeping people in line, but in terms of you know uh, strong bonds or weak bonds in an atom, uh, there is a, a force that keeps certain things in a certain check or precision, so they operate in a certain parameter. That's keeping things in line. Uh, it's not inherently about forcing people to your will. Uh, now that I've got that preface out of the way, um, social pressures can keep people in line in terms of back in the day, and there's obviously the RMT was not part of this conversation, but the social pressures were. Back in the day, uh, people were very vehement about being anti-RMT. There was a lot of anti-RMT sentiment. People would just absolutely, when you got out of this RMT, you were like, you were like kicked off the varsity team kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. You, you were just, people talk shit about you. People go, that guy's a fucking gill buyer. And they just, you were just a leper. We don't have people being treated like lepers now. We don't have people saying, I don't want to play yep. with you. We don't have this and that. We don't have that social pressure being applied. I think a certain level of this could be mitigated if people returned that social pressure of treating these people like lepers. If you don't want to play this game because you don't want to be inconvenienced, Essentially, these people don't like playing Monopoly because they hate landing on go to jail. Uh, if, <laughs> if you don't want to play this game and be inconvenienced, don't fucking play because you're playing this game and you buying Gil and creating this problem where you can't kill a level zero mob because fucking Galcomic Asia is zooming around and fucking killing everything before you Space can touch period. it. Space period. No comma. Is zooming around. That's that's your fucking fault, and you're making this worse for everyone. So if you don't want to play this game because I don't have a lot of time, I had son in I not live past worst experience of life ever. Space period. If that's you, get the fuck out. Just get the fuck out. Yeah, so, maybe it's just not for you. Yeah, you're making it worse for everyone. If you don't have time, you don't have time to play this game. Evaluate your life priorities. Find some happiness. It's not making everyone else happy that you're being a, a lazy cunt. So fuck you. <laughs> that's that's my spiel. And just like back then, and the same as now, like nothing stops people from saying they take this stance, being the hypocrite, oh, yeah. and then lying about it, you know? Yep. And it's so funny, because like I've watched you call people out, 
And it's in every single time I've watched you call people out on this stuff. They never actually deny it, though. Yeah. So it's it's almost like they can't lie to themselves about it. They just which don't is, care. Which in some way is kind of admirable. But it, yeah, they don't actually care, though. They, they don't care enough to. Yeah, it's it, it's sad. But I mean, it, just the fact that they, they, they won't lie to themselves. That's that's a thing. Like, it's, it's really weird because you see the same pattern of, of like. I'm going to call it denial, but it's just omission when, when it, to the accusation. Well, they got theirs. So as long as they got theirs, they don't care about the repercussions. They just want whatever they want, and that outweighs everything else. And that's the way people are, and that's not acceptable in my book. Yeah, and I mean, that's what my blacklist is for, too. We just have to have more people do it. There's still only 200 spots in the blacklist. you got to start using third-party tools now to get everyone on there. Yeah, I mean, at that point, uh, we're just still botting, right? And the thing is, you don't know who does this. So when you play people, you don't know. I mean, there are certain people like, you know, Clint Beastwood, you know. Who are very obvious. He yeah. also came up, I believe, in the Sea Cookies episode. And I called out Clint Beastwood for their nonsense with the, remember the thief thing a uh, week and a half ago or so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that douche. You know, there's people like that who you Oh, can... I'm very familiar with this dude. He's like, this dude is the pinnacle of what I view an RMT to be. Or I'm sorry, a um, someone who engages in, in RMT activity. Yeah, the, the guild buyer side. Yeah, he's like the, the pinnacle of it. The, the person who tries to keep up with people simply be, through whatever purchasing power they can and doesn't understand why they're buying something, you know, actively causes issues within uh, just, just look, look at it, like if they ask a question on the form or even ask a question to you, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have a coherent way of asking this question, even like they don't even know why they purchased what they purchased. They don't know where at what point something is going wrong. And they try to. And I remember like specifically when he asked you that question about the thief thing, I lost my fucking mind when I read that shit about the standard deviation. <laughs> so the, the so the the dude, I don't know how much of this you went into, but the, the dude was asking Spicy about optimizing shit, and he was Bajra, like, "Well, I've uh, yeah, Washtar." Yeah, it, and he's collected the data the on a spreadsheet yeah. so he can get the standard deviation, which has nothing to do with his I, DPS. I parsed toads, apex toads or whatever, and it's it was just Yeah, like like I bad. don't think this guy realizes understands why you would find a standard deviation, but it is not for this reason. It it does no more good for you than your average damage would, which you can find out from a parser. Yeah. Let's... So yeah, the dude doesn't even understand why or what he's asking questions for, and it just it's oh, just right the same here. recurring problem. Right here in the yells of a Sarah section, it's still up there. Yeah. Nine twenty six. Um, but that's the sort of thing you see, and like a lot of people who are there to answer good questions on forums and stuff, end up answering this kind of bullshit instead, and then people get bogged down into an answer that they can understand. So you end up with this best in slot idea because it's like the most bogged down idea. You know, and I mean, I'm going to try to make everything about my fucking crusade about people dropping the term best in slot, but it, he, he did use the term best evident. in slot. He did use yes, the term. He's an idiot. But it's, it's just evident, though, when you when you see this stuff, because originally the premise of him coming and asking me was he was saying that, um, you know, I have best in slot gear from your guide. Was there, you know, any updates to the gear that you haven't posted there? Because other people are doing more than my thief or so they say on the forums let's see it, it was so stupid that this has to come up again because this guy uh he's just a fucking ass face um and it was just everything here understanding how crit damage bonus works bg says crit damage bonus is 100 percent, but i doubt i'm hitting that 
with just sneak attack or trick attack, both would give me 60%. Uh. <laughs> I can feel my fucking soul leaving my body, what dude. What was that noise? I just... I don't know. But it was there... Uh, here it is. People saying they hit 95k Rudras in the forums, but I don't see how. Ugh, God, fuck you. Let me, let me tell you a story about these these people in the forums and the numbers they make up. Is this Reddit? Is it the Thief's Knife? Where are they yeah. saying this? What is this? Who, who, who are these people? Like, when you see someone just talk about, like, in passing that they hit some sort of number and you take it at face value without seeing exactly how, why, the who, what, when, where, why, you know, the investigation of how they hit that number then that the number they're giving you is meaningless. Like, that's why I don't like to say like, hey, I hit X number when I was doing whatever thing, like when I'm talking about evaluating gear builds and stuff. Like, you, you'll never hear me talk about any of the numbers that I do, like specifically, or if I do, I'll say it's, hey, this is just the general, the generalization of it. Um, because like the number itself is not what matters when I make the explanation. The explanation of how to get there is what matters. And when, when people read this stuff in passing, they're like, oh, my thief doesn't do that. And I say stuff like, yeah, you know, it's... what are you trying to measure? Because what are you in a vacuum? What is the what are the environmental impacts here? You can't just exactly. can't just do this. And he goes, well, obviously, you know, in a vacuum, it's not the same. And it's like, dude, stop trying to talk about, you know, like like he, he pretends to understand the conversation the whole time too. to be like, I have to be that guy. And, and like, I know what I'm doing kind of guy. Can you just, you know, I'm, I'm just the, checking the, the my notes acts, with you. The dude who acts smarter than he actually is in order to fit in with the rest of the crowd that's talking smart. Yes. Yeah, so I asked him, I go, so what does sneak attack plus Rudra Storm with each dagger on an apex frog tell you? And he goes, gives me a baseline for what to expect from each dagger. Gives me a baseline for what to expect with your build on an apex frog. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's fucking stupid. I talk, that's why I came after the vacuum part. You didn't understand it. I was like, and and I, just, just the fact that he believed that Toad was the highest level apex mob was also pretty, uh, pretty yeah, mind-blowing yeah, as well. Yeah. I wonder if he's ever been to Roskinar. Yeah. Well, or the that, inner court. That'd be too difficult to go test. On pox hounds? <laughs> it'd be too difficult. Couldn't evade those. But I don't know if he I don't know if he has a set that can hit it, because I don't know if the best in slot sets uh, you know, shoot for that that high. But it was what, it, kind, of, what kind of buffs he taking with him. It was typical me displaying uh, contempt for someone and showing I don't have an interest in them and like what they're saying and I don't like them, and they'd be like, Well, if you don't have the answer, that's fine. You know, that kind of nonsense that Yeah, people, putting it on you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all yeah, me exactly. Now. Yeah. But uh, I, I hate that. I have it here too. I go into it. I go. The guide isn't for spoon feeding. It's just to get you to a point. The rest comes from understanding. Something the guide can't teach. And Mr. Clint Beastwood goes. Well, I feel I've got a pretty solid grasp on thief mechanics and how you don't how bestie to play a bestie bestie to play the job for the most pa part. Not that there's not room for improvement. Hence why I'm asking for your advice. So now once again, it's on me every time. This guy's like a classic, yeah. uh, uh, you know, guy who manipulates people and tries you to shortcut everything. You should everything. have asked him what his standard deviation told him about it. Yeah, well, he wouldn't know what the fuck that means. And I don't, <laughs> I don't use the phrase standard deviation. I use the phrase. Yeah, but he did. I use the phrase in a layman's term of if you fight something with the same gear multiple times in the same exact way, you will not have the same exact damage every time due to the way the game and math work. It's a, it's a deviation of within a standard parameter. It's natural. That's why yeah, the simulator. How, how much is, of a difference is there? Yes. That's why the simulator is uh, uh, ideal because deviations taken into account. Oh, jeez. But yeah, that's yeah, know. man. Is this turned into an episode on um, what the fuck is RMTing? 
I, I guess, but I mean, the moment you title it that, it, it it becomes some kind of shitstorm. I'm sure. Oh no, I'm fine with that. It's just you know, I didn't have a title for this, but we actually have been talking about that in general. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, the economy is is something major in this game that a lot of people just don't understand, and I don't even fully understand it completely. Like I, I may sound like I know a lot about how these things work, but honestly, I can just make observations and do comparative analysis to like points in time and stuff. Like that, that's all I'm doing. I, I, it's not like I'm saying, Hey, I'm some sort of econ major that's going to apply real world e- economics to this. Like it's not actually happening. It's just lightly peppered with economics that I understand and actually telling you what I, what I've seen. And this is the comparative points that we were at. So, and I slept through economics in high school and I can <laughs> explain the fluidity of money and basic concept of inflation and deflation. And even I have a, you know, better understanding than most people for some reason, for sure. Oh, well, most people don't have to think about these things either. That's important. Like, it, it is important to know like what's happening when, when it comes to money. Yeah, just money in general. That's for sure. Yeah. But Hold most on, people just on, don't Fox. have to think about it. Buy low, sell high, uh, supply and demand. There you go. Covered everyone's economic You know what? I am, I am so bad about doing that too because I'm that dude that undercuts people. No, I'm just saying everyone cites those two things. If someone complains about a price, they go, well, supply and demand. Understanding nothing about external market forces uh, acting upon something beyond supply and demand. I'm about to lose 10K, but I'm selling this today. <laughs> oh, crypto had a big rebound despite fraud posting nothing but negativity and the canoodling crypto section of the Discord, which is now oh. looking like a mistake thanks to fraud inviting his friend in who doesn't play this game just to talk in the canoodling crypto channel. Yeah. Yes, I'm losing my patience. I like fraud. I've met him in real life. He's spent the night at my house. Well, you know, I had a good time with him. We played the game next to each other in real life, and I think he's a cool guy, but he's testing my patience. Wow. I mean, I I, I figured that you would have been excited about the opportunity to converse with people I, I don't, about crypto because I, I, I don't give a shit about this it. Isn't, this isn't conversing with people about crypto or talking about it in a meaningful way or sharing that Visa is building uh, a platform on Ethereum to handle uh, you know, blockchain transactions, which is big fucking news and changes the future for everyone's life in an important way. To just have someone who wants to do nothing besides say, this is a fool's arms race and post nothing besides, look, this got hacked or look, this is terrible or literally say crypto is shit every day. You know, it, it's, it's, you can't share in that uh, will blockchain be a part of three internet 3.0? You know, you can't share in that conversation or talk about the pros and cons of coins and, and how they have real life applications and, and market influences. And, you know, it's, it's a whole financial sector of the world that's growing at an exponential pace compared to other financial sectors and changes people's access to finance and money. And it's changing governments around the world now. And it's an important thing. And it has its own section there in the discord. And it's just, Basically, Ponzi scheme, Ponzi scheme, you know, is all, you know, fraud keeps doing there. And it's it's getting annoying because I like to have fraud on to talk about Summoner, but he also just plays 14 because I guess he's gone to the dark side now and only wants to play 14 and, and refuses to play this game anymore. Outside of coming on to yell, Summoner burn all the things and log off and never play. <laughs> it's funny, uh, my buddy actually tried to get me to do 14 recently. And I actually went to the point where I, I have bought it and I tried to install it, but uh, my ISP won't let me install it. Oh, that's because they're looking out for your best interest. Well, yeah, I know. Like, I wouldn't do anything but play specifically with them when they were on doing it. Like, just because they're real life friends. Like, I, I've played fourteen before, and it's not my cup of tea. Otherwise, 
Like I could never get into the game. I struggle to do activities which I don't want to do for the sake of doing them with people. Oh no, I, I I will have fun because I will be on voice with them the entire time and we'll either be talking like mad shit about something or just like basically being a bunch of assholes that are just dumb. And sometimes it's okay to just turn off your brain and just be a dumb guy. Like I actually really enjoy doing that. I have trouble just turning off my brain to be part of something I don't want to be part of in order to have fun because I'm like, I could have fun in different ways then. I just go hang out with people. It doesn't matter what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not about being on fourteen. It's about just doing. I know, I know. With I bros, that. you know. I got that part. Oh, with yeah. the bros. I got the that bros. part. Yeah, like I don't need to make some sort of weird stance against fourteen. Like uh, obviously, I don't enjoy the game. I I do it partly because I don't like it, and I played it, but also partly because it just it comes up when I like to just bash it. Fair. You know. All right. It's it's not like I have a vendetta against it. I don't you know have I, I don't have skin in the game i don't play it so it's, it's just you know the fact that it's uh tied to this game's history and always comes up as like a topic it's just like i like to like just beat that topic back down like it's like a nail that pops up in the porch you just beat it's, it back down it's because it gets cringy when people start comparing games like that. yeah i don't get that they're different it's like you know why would you compare a razor scooter to a vespa or something you don't you don't compare those two things yeah, like historically, I've always given my opinion as to why I play this game over it, and that's simply because of like the options. Like, there's more depth towards like gear stuff, you know, just trying to figure out builds, and that's just more captivating for me. But like, some people will hear an opinion like that and take it so personally and just like go off the deep end, of, like trying to defend 14, even though there's like no people. There's identify. no attack on it. They yeah, there's no attack it. on it. So, and I guess they identify as 14. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah they identify. No, they identify with, I like this, therefore it's part of my identity. And they feel personally uh, assaulted and have to... <laughs> when someone else doesn't also share that? Yeah, they have to. Yeah, and they, yeah. Th that's the way people are. And they have to validate how good something is or how good something isn't because they've made that decision at an intimate enough level that it's some sort of uh, a cost to them that they must uh, assert themselves to validate themselves because they can't feel okay that people feel differently on about something you know it's the uh, cringy nerd paradox where they so badly want you to be a part of their thing but by doing so they're driving you away from it yes yes i there's a guy at work that talks about how much he loves 14 um and i do talk some shit about 14 to him but he just goes on about it so passionately and the more he goes on about it the less i want to hear about it and i i just kind of <laughs> hey, talking about shutting your brain off i kind of do shut my brain off when he does that i just I just literally start looking at my phone while he's talking to me and he just goes off and off and I'll like respond occasionally to a word or something. And he just goes off and I'm like, yeah, you like this. That's good. So I, I do shut my brain. But off. Yeah. It, it would be the same sort of thing as like, I would like it just, it would just be our like game of the month or whatever. Like um, normally I play Minecraft. I was going to say Minecraft. Yeah. Or, you know, it's whatever other game would come up, you know, that that, that we play because it's all long distance now. Like, it's, it's the dude where I used to go over to his house and I used to, like, animate stuff for, like, the game that I was making. You know, I would do it. I would use that time to draw while we hung out, you know, you smoke know. a pack of cigarettes in a night and just, you know, chill. Was he the violin in the Porsche uh, guy? No, no, that's a, that's a different situation, different okay. dude. Oh, okay. But that was also a good time, you know, it was just yeah. getting out and doing stuff. But since we don't really have that anymore it's like it just kind of like simulates that experience in a game but you know most of the time we probably wouldn't even be talking about 14 while we we're on there 
we'd probably just be talking about whatever dumbass thing that comes up uh, during the day. And I, I think it's important to be able to hang out with people. Yeah. And I think it's important to be able to differentiate between being weirdly zealous about a game just because you happen to be on it and then, you know, just finding a hangout spot. I think by um, doing those different activities, not because you care about the game so much, but because you care about uh, having healthy social interactions virtually. Yeah. I think by doing that and diversifying your, your scope of what you like, you're able to handle things more, you know, less as an identification and more as a just a healthy activity instead of like, you know, all, all I do is play 11. So like myself, you know, if I was more open to other games, then I would probably uh, have a little softer of a rhetoric about uh, 14 than I do. I'd just be like, okay, whatever. But as I do do sometimes, but you know, that's, that's, it's good for you that you can enjoy those, those things. It's healthy. Yeah. Well, I, I usually hope it is. I mean, the end of the day you, you never know like too much of a too much of anything isn't necessarily good for you unless it's smoking most doctors prefer lucky strike and that's uh you know the preferred <laughs> brand of cigarette by doctors so it has to be has to be good i mean i haven't i haven't smoked in like two years man oh, it's been you. a long time it's just like those, those were those were good times though and like i'm just saying like in lieu of being able to go do something like that and you know just kind of hang out under whatever whatever guise of activity went on, it's really just for the sake of hanging out. And it's the same thing here too. Like if, if I happen to, to get on whatever game they happen to be playing at the time, because everyone just wants to hang out. It's really just virtual background noise. And speaking of doctors preferring lucky strike Fox, we have a sponsorship. <laughs> we have to shout out here today. Uh, today we are brought, uh, actually not sponsored by the episode is brought to you just like PBS. This episode is brought to you by the makers of the Tiny Mandragora Jackets, the Windurst Weavers Guild. You too can make your very own Tiny Mandragora Jacket. Just kindly wait in front of our under, underpaid clothing artist, Mariri, <laughs> for some Saruta cotton. Limit of 12 per person, please. We are also hiring. We are also open between 6 and to 12, an exhaustingly long 15-hour shift with no breaks. One day off every eight days must work all holidays. And even then they don't go home. Yeah, and even then they stay in the fact it's like China making iPhones. It's it's true. Like the Clockcraft Guild specifically looks like the like the craziest sweatshop. <laughs> they make little tiny mandragora jackets for all the mandragoras we kill. It's so good. And that was an ad brought to us by Carrot Chan. That's pretty good. Tiny mandragora jackets. Well, they got a little button up mouths. Mandragoras are so cool. <laughs> right? Because the main problem is that when I wear like the Mandragora suit, if I don't put the head on, it just kind of looks like a rape suit on my Elven, and it's not good. Ooh, ooh, yeah, ooh. not good. So something that comes to mind as well, I'm going to pull up the thread, the Jolly's off on snitching one, because that you know somewhat ties into what we were talking about. And why not mention it on two different podcasts, one month apart, <laughs> within one day apart, and this is good. So... There was the guy for, this is before this, Presidente, we'll talk about him in 56 more detail, and I'm not going to go back into the thread, but the guy gets banned for botting six accounts or whatever, a bunch botting a whole bunch of accounts after six years of doing it all the time, and gets very upset and makes a thread lashing out at people who must have reported him. So, in here there's difficulty with how I said, you know, treat people like lepers. There can be that conflict that I didn't mention, because it's not that simple. There can be that conflict that I didn't mention within doing that, where there's some person you may like or respect or want to be friends with, 
who is at odds with you in terms of they want to do that for their own reasons, but you like the person and you don't want to like ruin a friendship. And it makes it very difficult because, for example, uh, in the thread here, Drelo comments that not safe to overnight bot anymore. You're going to get it eventually. Just remake your character. You know you want to come back for that sweet expansion in 2022, which is, you know, we, <laughs> we had Drelo on here. He's cool and everything. And I like yeah. him. I'd like to have him on again. If he, he was, it was hard to get him on in the first place. It was like three, four weeks of canceling and rescheduling. It might have even been two months of not hearing and having to. It, it took a lot to line that up. And I'm glad he came on. That was a good time. Uh, cool guy. But Drelo has been banned before. He was also like the first Tizona Afterglow on the server or ever. I don't know. He was like, that was a big deal when he did it. And it was a lot of effort. And for him to say it's not safe to overnight bot anymore. He's very hush-hush about what happened. He doesn't want people to know about it or share it. But if you follow the trail of breadcrumbs there, he would in some way be guilty in some extent. It's not directly of RMTing, but it would be within a realm of what's being discussed here of, you know, the rampant botting or cheating, you know. But obviously, just because his sins are lesser doesn't exclude him from that treat people like a leper thing. So, yeah. you know, when you're at odds with liking someone or even respecting them and that comes into play, you know, how do you how do you reconcile that, Fox? That's I think that goes back to, like, what's basically our most controversial episode, like the what the fuck is cheating thing. Oh, boy. And we're going that, back. That hot button. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's really what it is. I, it's 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 shades of gray. Like, like you have to be the person who decides where that line is and. You know, just know that other people will judge you for where you put that line. But I mean, don't don't do what's actually bad about that, which is at least morally, I guess, if I'm not talking about morals for a second, where like you talk about one thing and do another. Like that's hypocrisy for those who still don't know the definition. Um, <laughs> what? Like as long as long as you I hold to that forgot. standard and you hold and you hold to the standard that you put out, then that, that's that's a whole different thing. Because I, I will still say, yeah, you know, I use I I, I write loose all the time. They're really fun to write. Honestly, I forgot the but exact. I don't full on automate there. That's a clear thing, right? Uh, no, that was actually in reference to someone who uh, tried to blow up at me for being a hypocrite on that episode, and then I oh yes, up okay, the Discord, I remember, I remember, and then they yeah. they stopped talking. Okay, I remember. That was the comments. Yeah, I, I remember that. Oh no, I was in the Discord. Yeah, too. yeah that was. I remember. Actually, yeah, because here's the thing. Like, I if you. I'm a hypocrite, you guys can call me a hypocrite. Like, that's totally fine. Like, I would like to at least know, you know, what I'm being a hypocrite about. But when you're using a word to describe something, and you're you're calling someone out about that. You should probably understand the fucking definition of the word first before you do it, and that's what would—that's what would set me off in this kind of situation. Uh, I mean, I, I don't care if someone wants to play like some sort of whispering game about me or anything. Like, you can join my blacklist. I—it I, does not affect me the same way it affects other people. I promise you. But at the same time, I'm not going to be someone who like sits here and tries to help people be better at the game, and then also not all acknowledge you know the things that I do in the game. And I'm not completely clean, like as as far as like third party tools are concerned. Like that's that's definitely not the case. Like most people aren't. But you have to know where to draw that line and know where, you know, the obvious botting and RMT activities are not the same as what you decide to do with like your 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 character ease of use. You know, there there's a there's a clear difference. There's just no clear line to where, where that stops and, and where that stops and where the other one ends. 
And you just have to make sure that you're not the one fucking doing it and trying to hide behind some sort of like cop out saying, oh, well, everyone else does it because they use windower. <laughs> yeah, that's... because there's an obvious fucking difference. And you should get over yourself if you if you think that 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 sort of argument is ever going to fly. Yeah, there's a certain it's it's like uh, how Clint Eastwood kept saying shit and then it'd be like, well, if you don't know or there's a reason I'm asking you, you know, it's it's a same way of just putting that back on someone else and trying to deflect and shield yourself from obviously yeah. your guilt and something or where you're you're compensating for your inability to be the guy there because you're not and you know people just saying oh well, everyone else cheats everything you know that's that's the same sort of uh logic and, and you know i call them underhanded tactics they are not fair they're not straight up they're not face to face and they're not honest so, yeah, it's 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 tone deaf actually. Yeah, it's 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 dishonesty in in form of, of coming out without the intention and coming out in bad faith would be easier to 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 say there. But you know, to come out in bad faith like that when you know you're just really not being earnest. Yeah, but that's that's all I really wanted to touch on. Like as far yeah. as like evaluating the whole cheating thing, it's like yes, we we've identified that the RMT do things that are very very bad for us. It does not mean that we need to kill everything that is that has eased our quality Scorched of life. Earth. Exactly. But it does mean that we need to be able to identify the people who are doing the fucking wrong stuff and not really letting that excuse slide um, when, it, when, it, when it comes to it. Because then it just muddies everything and it gets people distracted by the wrong shit. Like people start getting distracted into third party tools where third party tools aren't actually the problem. And it's the will behind them. And when I went off on my diatribe earlier, I was not angry. I just like to <laughs> uh, spit venom. And just when there's something I uh, wish was not the case, I will spit extra venom to try and just bury it further. I'm not angry. I'm just, you know, just wish things were better. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I think a lot of what we look at, like from a nostalgic point of view, are times where we just knew less. Because the less you know, the the more wonderful everything around you is. Like I, I look at, uh, at my one of my dogs specifically. I have a really smart dog, and I have a, a dog that is not so smart, but he's great. And <laughs> Do they that, have that, names? That not so. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, there's no sense in me giving names right here. Okay. It's it's Lola, it's Lola and Louie, right? Is Louie the dumb one? Louie is the dumb one. Oh, yes. how did I guess? Uh, they're both doodles. One of them is a golden doodle. One of them is a Bernadoodle. Um, they're huge dogs that are part poodle. But they're they're great, right? But um, my really smart dog is constantly looks depressed because she's really smart. But uh, my my Bernadoodle, he's not very smart, and he is always the happiest dog ever. Like no matter what is going on, he's the happiest dog. And that that's kind of like that, that that's kind of how we look at things when when we look at nostalgia. It's like back then we knew less than we know now. And it's a lot easier to be happier with the situation we had back then because we knew less about it. It's just the burden of growing up and learning things. Give me half a second. Uh, the cat's been here the whole time, and now he's hungry, and he's meowing, and I have to let him out to the pother carrot so she feeds him. Oh. Give me half yeah, a second. Yeah, no Talk about the dumb one. Whitey's the dumb one, but I love him. He's my favorite. <laughs> I have a comment yeah. to follow up with the ignorant is bliss thing, too. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. As soon as I, yeah, as soon as I sent the cat after her and the meow, she goes, I don't want it. Hit return. I made sure it was really quiet so that you can find it. That's fine. Recording. It'll just, if it's quiet, no noise, it just cuts it out, uh, truncates oh, it. Oh, okay. Which is, well, that makes this part of the conversation weird coming back into it. <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, so back on the ignorance is bliss part. Um, 
there's a whole conversation on itself of do you want to not know so things can be better, uh, even though you're not living the truth. But um, yeah, that, that's, that's the the whole labradoodle thing, um, snickerdoodles. Puts different it, types of doodles. It puts it in perspective yeah. too, with like the Drelo thing and everything. But just in general, you know, it's things are complicated, Fox. Yeah, man. Sometimes they're very simple, and you can make them more simple, even if they're not. But some things are complicated. Yeah, and you know, when we become adults, like we now know how to analyze things from more angles, and it's a lot easier to see that complication. I feel that's for sure. I feel vastly more of an adult now than even two years ago. Right. Part of that's uh, how COVID changed life for everyone. For some people, it just inconvenienced them. Uh, and it's like, oh, oh, no toilet paper? Well, that's, that's terrible. Some people panicked, you know. Uh, and for other people, it was like, oh, and I get to work from home. This is great. And, like, they don't have to deal with life. But other people uh, who have to deal with X, Y, Z or, you know, things change or they don't get to go on their trip and their life is interrupted and their concert's canceled two times. You know, just, you know, those are obviously inconveniences. Some are life planning changes. But uh, to be thrown in the stress of that and not just be one of the unaffected people uh for whatever there's a lot of there's i'm not gonna set the whole there's a lot of things to put in there to explain but i think people get the gist when i say that uh it causes you to think in certain ways and be under a certain amount of stress on a regular basis um you know not like a healthcare worker would be but but just to be under a certain level of of stress and strain and also like uh part of the way i will handle things if like, like when the world around you feels like it's falling apart, I'll double down and take upon more stress and kind of fight more and wear myself out to the brink without even realizing I've gotten to that point or exceeded it as a way of uh, I'm fighting. Therefore, that's, uh, you know, things are more under control, like take upon more stress to like, you know, I don't know what's happening around me. I don't know. It's like, you know, the whole market just crashed. I don't know what's going on around me. But uh, if I keep my head down and, and per, you know, uh, Persevere. Words are not coming out. Um, persevere. Yes. Jesus, thank you. Uh, if I persevere, then things will be all right. But doing that for a longer time than you expected, and then trying to take a step back when you realize you've hit that point and evaluate, you know, you end up feeling like more of an. Oh, yeah. Sorry, his bowl's here. I should have <laughs> should have given you his bowl. I apologize. Uh. Am I the dumb one in the relationship, like Whitey? <laughs> I'm gonna leave. She All says. Right. Well, but yes, to to get to that point, it puts you under that, and you step back, and then you realize that everything that was also in front of you, you were still missing at that point, had been before, or so on and so forth. And um, to get to that point, you know, I feel like more of an adult now than even a year or two ago. Because once you step back and start looking at things, like I always thought I looked at things in more of a down-to-earth and a reasonable level, whether it was this game or anything in life. But then just to realize that you thought that you were being something and then you realize that there's, you know, you always know there's more work to go, but then you for a second get a view of the scope. And if you cannot feel completely powerless by it uh, to, you know, <laughs> just keep going forward, persevere. Because I, I stumble on it again. I'm like, I forgot the word again. Persevere. Um, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I, my brain doesn't work. Um, if, you know, to persevere. And I think I can end it there. But 
you know, yeah. it's, 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 that's, that's the, yeah. I started somewhere and I had everything in mind and I said everything I wanted to say, but then I failed to wrap it up. It's true. I really wanted the Dave Chappelle button there for a second. Yes. I, I feel like you hit that point where like you finished the race and then yes. you just kept running around the track. <laughs> like, I am going to, you, have... you, you broke the tape, but then you just kind of kept going. And it was really weird because like no one in the audience knew if they should leave or not. Like, do we still watch him? Yeah. I'm going to have fucking dementia when I get older. I swear. Yeah, probably dude. I, uh, yeah, I just, I'll join you. Yeah. Yeah. It is not good. Like my brain works. And, but when I sit down and talk for over two hours straight like this, uh, it, it tends to get to a point sometimes where it, and anyone that listens to this knows, uh, I get more wordy as it goes on. I just, I just feel really tired usually. And yeah, that's, that's usually what happens to me. Like I'll be like mid thought, the thought is profound. And then I'll just be like, yeah, what was I saying? And then I'm yep. like, well, recover quickly. Yep. Quickly and start you, using words. You do that really well. I, I don't recover as well. So maybe it's just uh, the, the talking for too long thing. Yeah, probably. Uh, and if that's the case too, I mean, is there anything else now that I just absolutely just fucking nuke the show? Is there- I mean, honestly, like that's kind of a deft way to like, you know, fourth wall breaking, you know, wrap it up. Well, to just actively talk about wrapping it up. What were you even saying before I got to that point? About you have a dumb one, uh, I'm talking everything. Oh, just just about the the pers- like because like the last episode the the or one of the last episodes where we had like a focus was on nostalgia, and like I try to wrap a couple things in like the next couple episodes I'm generally on. Well, you know to to do that, um, or wrap it into it, you know. And like when we look at stuff like nostalgia, it's the the thought was is that because we know more now, we've been able to reflect on more now. It nostalgia looks yeah. better because it's a it's a happier time when we didn't know as much that's what i was trying to tie into and yes. i think everything i said people know where i'm going with that i'm pretty i'm an open book when i get to that point of where i'm going but that is you know knowing more now than we ever did um just tying the never-ending progress of being alive into that is uh important for all things game related or not yeah, and I'm sure anyone who has a, a dog or, or maybe two dogs with the same kind of situation would also understand what I mean by the the, the blissful, happy ignorance. Or two cats, and especially when I say this, yeah. it's, it's subtly racist, I guess, but when I say Blackie's always beating up wow. Whitey. <laughs> no, damn. Yes, he's always going after Whitey. He's just trying to live his life, and Blackie just shows up in his neighborhood. Wow, man. Yeah, he's, he'll be sleeping, and someone just comes into his, his dwelling there to take whatever he wants and roll up, and they fight. You see it happens like, oh, should I call someone about this? Yeah, she always she goes, stop them. And I'm like, yeah, they'll figure it out. They're not ripping limbs off. I don't think you I don't think you've looked through all the repercussions if I intervene. Well, what if it looks like I'm favoring a side? Yes. What if it looks like I'm battling Asians? So ridiculous. How many millions of gill is that worth, Fox? I think this hole is just getting darker. Oh, uh, what the fuck? Ivana deal is a rabbit hole. So, otherwise, I'm looking forward to my trip, and I'm going to miss the game. And, you know, I said a few episodes ago I was going to go out on Thief and Soul of the Frog. I I want to. I don't know if I'll be able to force that in before I go and try to do it. I, you know, I, there's a thought that there's things I want to do, and I don't get to them. So, I don't know if I'll ever be able to live up to my promise until maybe a year from now, if I'm still around the game. You never know of there's a good chance I might not be if things pan out properly in my life planning. You know, if I'm, if I'm attending uh, a different direction via university in a different country and having a kid, then I would not have time for those things. 
So maybe if I'm around, I might get, and there'd be, you know, it wouldn't be the same, the gear creep. It would not be the same as doing it in this moment. You know, this is, everyone talks about the game being in a certain way and stagnant. You can't do that sort of thing outside of this very moment in this stagnant period. So the game isn't as stagnant as we like to think. No, I, in fact, blame came back to the game and, uh, how long has he been gone? He'd only been gone like less than a year and he just felt completely overshadowed by the stuff we had access to now. Like it was, it was jarring to him and it was really weird to like see that like in first person, like, like to actually see someone reacting to it that way. Yeah. Who was, and I mean, this dude had like everything before then and now it feels like he has nothing. So just kind of like sit with that contrast. I, I feel like those people who have everything and quit because I have all the items in the game and then come back. They're the easiest to feel overwhelmed because they felt they had to have everything in the first place. I, I guess he, he's not really that sort like he he quit be just for personal reasons like his life and then he uh, he came back he's like he's like I never really quit though and he doesn't quit because he has everything like he just likes to you know be as decked out as he possibly can okay so he, he's better than Karen static yeah 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 he's not he's not that sort of dude like he'll he'll repeatedly do the same ridiculous things just to do it. and I wasn't saying he was it just made me yeah, think of that but it, it's it's easy to see that type of player though when went under that description because you see it happen so many times. So, yeah, I, I hear you. But anyway, yeah, I think we're uh, just about done here though. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, I say it all the time. We, you know, there was a point where we were getting emails, Fox, and people have stopped emailing us. Not just abject, other people, and I liked when we got emails a lot. So, uh, as I said, I was going to send a joke one of like your mom offhander wow. or something like that. You know, Fox, I think merch is dumb and people shill merch a lot, but if we had merch, we would have some good merch. Space period, offhand your mom. And there's there's you know, daddy's love. Oh yeah, the shirt the shirts would be amazing. Like when oh. I did those those daddy's love shirts, man, those were those were awesome. You did daddy's love shirts? Yeah. Yeah. Do you don't remember when I posted them in the Discord? It was oh. a long time ago. Yeah, well, you know, I I think about a lot of things and I don't retain that. You retain information. WT- in WTF in Vanadil always comes back from the store. Sometimes I have to, it always comes back from the store. Okay. I think I might remember that one, but yeah, sometimes I have to read my own guides because I've forgotten what I've put in there. I'm like fucking Neville Longbottom. Yeah. The, uh, the original daddy's love one. The very first one I posted was a, a dark night with a, a poorly Photoshopped Khaled Bolg. <laughs> and it just said daddy's love. Oh, good times. I don't know. Maybe, maybe one day. It's a lot of hassle to set up a period space. This should be space period. <laughs> no space period. That's. I think that that's going to be a new one too. This whole space period one. That's 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 pretty good. The literacy line of merch. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, a literacy collection from what the fucking man deal. Uh, we're launching our new literacy collection. Make sure you get on board with that. Yeah, you know, before it's gone. Yes, this is from the uh, fall uh, punctuation line. <laughs> uh, next, we're thinking of creating a, a new relaunch, a rebranding. Uh, we call it the semicolon. And how it'll never be used properly. <laughs> I try to use it because I like it. I like the idea of a pause that doesn't end something that is shorter than a comma. Because I, I use semicolons in my speech all the time. You just don't read it. Yeah, and and honestly, to learn it, just go look up the Lonely Island, and they have a song on it on how to use semicolons. They're the most they're the most underutilized uh, item there is, and they should really the semicolon is more love. But yes, uh, email us at wtfinvonadeal at gmail dot com. Please go. I don't know. Rate us. I don't. I don't want to ask for rates. I don't care. I mean, 
It's not like this is not an operation for popularity. Like, uh, go interact with us. Yeah, go yeah, just just join the Discord. You never know who that'll aggro, and then that'll cause a conversation. Join the Discord. Join the link shell. All fan your mom. All every fucking little thing. Uh, and write us some ads. I like the ads doing on their own air. That was uh, there were no ads, so I asked specifically, you know, the mid podcast here. Can someone write us an ad? <laughs> and we got yeah. two. I didn't read the other one. I'll, I'll save it for Brahms tomorrow. All right, man. Yeah. So all that stuff. Anything else you want to include, Fox? Any, any, any shilling? No, I don't have any, but uh, later, guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Join oh. the this, uh, Discord. Fucking join the subreddit. Thank you. <laughs> we don't even know how to close our own show. Uh, join the subreddit. And uh, yes. Foxy. I, I'm not, not saying it again. You're not saying it again? No, you get one per episode, man. That's uh. in my contract. Hold on, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go back and then copy you. Just saying, edit me in. Edit you saying "see ya" and then copy paste it again, and then you'll say "see ya" the exact same way twice, and that'll be it. That's sad. All right, later, guys. Oh, now I don't have to. <laughs>